The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces all tackle. Spins at the 35. Shakes off another defender to five. Spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Sealers Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation. Driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game. The Heartland Conference and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to Shikalimi High School and welcome to Seals Game Day. Driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, Lincolns in the North 4th Street, Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip in Humble's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined by my broadcast partner, Dave Hess, here shortly. Tonight on Eagle 107, the Sealands Grove Seals looking to approve the 2-3 versus the 1-3 Shikalimi Braves. And 62 career meetings, Seals Grove leads the all-time series, 34 wins to 28 losses. Also, this is the sixth year of the regular season contest being deemed the rally in the valley. Seals Grove had the trophy in 14-15, but Chickalimia had possession of the trophy in 16 and 17. The Seals took control again in 2018 and have kept it since then, and they will if they get a win here tonight against the Chickalimia Braves. As I welcome Dave into the conversation, the Seals used five rushing touchdowns to dominate the Milton defense in week one. Unfortunately, there's not been a touchdown since. The defense played solid versus Jersey Shore a week ago, but the defense had to deal with Jersey Shore offense that started all their scoring drives in Seals territory. Field position is a must-swing for Seals Grove for this game to go in their favor and to put pressure off that defense here tonight. That's exactly right, Pat. And and on top of that, we also have to have an offense that's going to score some more touchdowns. It's been too long. I expect some, to see some scores tonight out of, out of Seals Grove. I think that with this matchup, I think we can do it. We'll see if we can get the ball in the end zone, gain some confidence as the development of this offense, as it's been well documented, it has struggled here in 2020. They have not scored a touchdown in the last three games. With Shikalimi averaging less than 10 first downs per game, the Seals Grove averaging just under six, it creates a common theme for both coaches. The team need to be consistent line play, and teams have to have some playmakers. The offensive line must give some opportunities for positive plays and allow the playmakers to make their plays. They do. They, they have to do that. And, and it's, you know, it, I, I watched a lot of film on this team, and it, it seems to me that generally there's about eight or nine or ten guys who are getting the job done and there's just a simple breakdown that is correctable that this is the problem right now and it's not just the line it's everywhere i mean the, the running backs yeah, they, they block and the receivers block you know patterns have to be run full speed they've got to be run better so uh there's a lot lot to get done tonight with the seals and i think we're going to do it and one thing you mentioned on the way over to bring over a, a an oldie but goodie matt ruby Oh, and and it, and you talked about how well he blocked downfield. Yeah. And sometimes that gets overlooked. That even when you do get a positive play, is it a six-yard gain or can it break it for a big play? That's, and it comes down to wide receiver blocking. That's exactly right. And Matt Ruby's the guy that sprang so many of those big runs and, and that we had in 2009 with our state championship football team. He was he was a phenomenal blocker, and and that's that's the way we have to be. The thing that Matt Ruby did though is he. He went a thousand miles an hour from the beginning of the, of the game until the end of the game. You know, never let up. It was just it was just full speed all the time. I remember talking to Mike Bowman as he was preparing for that 2009 season. He said he went to a camp, and he and down in Florida or it was hosted by Florida, and it talked about wide receiver blocking. And it's not necessarily about contact. It's about running interference, keeping a guy off your guy to allow him to. F- follow off your tail and take it the distance. And he said that was a huge element that he brought 
to the out of that camp was it isn't always about getting engaged and getting into a block sometimes it's about running interference and as you said matt ruby did it as well as anybody oh absolutely he was he was a great guy the seals defense saw jersey shore win a week ago scoring 33 points but the defense continued to get stronger as the game goes on the defense has not surrendered a fourth quarter score all season and only allowing 14 points in eight second half quarters Dave, what's been most impressive about this defense to this point for the Seals Grove Seals? I think their tenacity and the fact that they don't they don't give up no matter what happens. I, I, they've had their backs to the wall, it seems like, all season so far, and they never quit. They never give up. They, they continue to make plays. We're here at Chickalimmy Stadium getting ready for the Seals Grove Seals and the Chickalimmy Braves. Both teams at one and three. But both teams still looking at a potential postseason action, so this becomes a huge game in District 4, 4A battle between these two teams. Not only a big rivalry game, uh, but also both teams looking to try to propel themselves into some playoff conversation. So we'll keep an eye on that as we go throughout the game. Now, looking at the Seals opponent tonight, the Seals Grove Bra- Seals Shikalimi Braves. Excuse me. The Braves offense is averaging just 10 points per game. Their lone win coming 14 nothing win over Milton. The Braves will continue to rely on senior quarterback Drew Balestrini, whose biggest asset for the Braves has been his ability to run the ball. He's leading the team with 195 yards rushing and two touchdowns. He's a good athlete. He shows a dual threat ability. The Braves offense is led by. Or was able to, he was able to lead the Braves' offense at 20 points against a good Schmokin team, finishing with 71 yards on 13 carries and a touchdown while throwing for 110 yards. Now, the team did come up short against the Schmokin Indians, but they scored 20 points, and they did it against the dual threat of Drew Balestrini. Yeah, they, they sure did. The, they scored a lot more points than we did against Schmokin, and, and they do have the potential to do well. Balestrini is a tough kid. You know, he's... I do believe he comes from the Balestrinis of Shikalimi, who are good athletes generations back, and uh, I, I have a lot of respect for that young man. He, he does, he likes to get to the edge. It, it's usually a sprint-out pass situation where you're not sure if he's going to keep it or throw it, which really puts a defense in a bind. Now, on the other side of the ball, the Braves' defense has given up 31.7 points per game with only four sacks and only eight tackles for loss on the entire season. Along with two picks, five fumble recoveries, this is a defense that Seals Grove offense needs to get better, and they need to do it quickly, get on the board, and be able to gain some confidence against a defense that's struggling here in 2020 of the Braves. Yeah, we can't. Now, you know, the last three games that we were talking about on the way up, you know, we, we've only had one first down in the first half. We can't we can't have that stuff anymore. We've got to get out. We've got to establish an offense, an offense right away, and we've got to move the ball. The winner of this game may not score 10 points. So with the Seals need to do it in the column of turnover, special teams, and the penalty, that battle could be the difference in a win here tonight. Seals Grove had a great outing against Milton where the special teams played a huge part in that win over the Milton Black Panthers to start the season. We'd like to see them get back in the fold in the special teams keep the penalties down and you can't have turnovers and come away with a win here tonight you're doggone right and you know brett a guy like brett four who's who's our return man you, let's get the ball to him a couple times tonight let's do some great things on special teams i agree with you pat now when you watch this offense as the as seals grove has struggled is it time to talk about any kind of art do they have the ability right now with what they're doing 
to do something a little bit uh, razzle-dazzle, something, try to do a halfback option pass, to try to do a, a end-around reverse. Like, I don't think I've seen a lot of that in this offense. Could you bait this defense into giving up some big plays if you do things like that? I would think you could. Yeah, I really do. And that does that does keep the defense on their toes, especially when you're trying to establish a run game and, and they're playing everybody inside the box, which I, I fully expect Chickalimi to do tonight. Yeah, absolutely. That would be the thing to do. See if that happens here tonight as, again, we're getting ready for the Seals Grove Seals doing battle against the Chickalimi Braves here at Chickalimi Stadium. Both teams out doing their pre-game warm-ups, getting ready for the big matchup here tonight. We have lots more to cover on the Seals and the Braves. Also, we'll put the final word on the Seals game last week. Check in with other games, a part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family, as we hear from the broadcast team covering the Chickalimi Braves, also the Lewisburg Green Dragons, and hear from head coach Derek Hicks as Dave was able to catch up and have a conversation with the head man. And finally, we'll get Dave's take on what's going to seal the deal for a victory tonight for the Seals Grove Seals. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the strip in Sealands Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at WNLNissan.com. Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealands Grove Seals. Marzoni's Brick Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip in Seals Grove offers outdoor or indoor dining with great atmosphere. Serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice-cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or group, ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip in Seals Grove or online at marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer. Good times. For nearly six decades, Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies has served the home health needs of Central PA with outstanding respiratory services and quality home medical equipment. We provide solutions to enhance the lives of our customers and their loved ones by helping them be safer, more comfortable, and independent at home. With offices in Williamsport, Lewisburg, Lockhaven, Wellsboro, Harrisburg, and Carlisle, there is always a nearby office to help you improve your life. Now open, our new Hubs location in the Susquehanna Valley Mall in Sealands Grove. There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows. She's you. Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days and we're celebrating with special Jeep price for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle107.com Back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com getting ready for the 
Seals Grove Seals and the Shikolami Braves, both teams coming in one and three, looking to get a big win here as they continue to move throughout the 2020 season. Before we get a chance to talk to Kevin Hur covering the Shikolami Braves on 1070 WKOK, recap the game a week ago as Seals Grove fell to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 33-0. Seals Grove came out defensively, played real well, was able to hold Jersey Shore scoreless in that first quarter, but could not get any points on the board themselves, so we locked up 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. But then Jersey Shore showed their muscle in the second quarter, scoring back-to-back-to-back touchdowns. First one coming off a Hess 40-yard touchdown reception with 8.50 to go. The extra point good. It was 7-0 lead at that point for Jersey Shore. And then Anderson would take a direct snap and cover 8 yards. He would score extra point good. That completed 11-play drive. At that point, it was 14-0 with 3.05 to go in the first half. And then as we get his second touchdown of the night on an eight-yard reception, we have 113 to go in the first half, extra point good. It was 21-0 at halftime for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And then Peacock would get in the scoring column for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in the third quarter on a 17-yard reception. They came on a five-play drive covering 42 yards. The extra point was blocked, but Jersey Shore led 27-0. And then the final scoring would come on the night by Hayden Packer. He would take it from three yards out. 6.14 to go in that third period. That was a seven-play drive covering just 45 yards. Took only two minutes and 26 seconds. Extra point miss. Jersey Shore led 33-0. That would be all the scoring on the night as the Jersey Shore Bulldogs would put the Seals Grove Seals down. 33-0. Seals Grove dropped to 1-3. Jersey Shore improved to 4-0. As we bring in Kevin Hur covering the Shikolemi Braves, he's very familiar with the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, so... We won't need to cover that or review that tonight. We'll keep our concentration on tonight's game. It's the Chickalimby Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. And, Kevin, both teams, kind of when you look at them at numbers, Chickalimby Braves have put up some better numbers. Chickalimby also scored 20 points against a team, Schmokin, that Seals Grove was unable to score against. But on the flip side, Seals Grove put up 42 against Milton by Chickalimby scored 14. And reason I bring that all up, because I want you to be able to figure that all out for me and what that all means to us. Well... I'll tell you, the, the biggest issue that the, this team is running into right now is the fact that you don't have the same 11 guys on the field week in and week out, and it hasn't been because of illness. It's become an injury. It's the up front that's been the big problem. Uh, you mentioned Milton. Milton was a patchwork offensive line early in the season. You know, still trying to learn some of the nuances of uh, Coach Jim Kaiser's new offense. And I think that's a lot of what you saw. Then then you come up the next week at Shemokin, and you see a team that all of a sudden goes four and five wide receivers and march down the field twice, taking advantage of what I as well thought was a soft safety, a soft secondary for Shemokin, and credit Shemokin with some great adjustments. The Braves are able to move the ball, and they're, they're starting to get a little more cohesion. The running backs are starting to get a little more comfortable. But it all starts with that offensive line, and, as I talked to Coach uh, Coach Kaiser about this week, as a matter of fact, I, I said, "Here we are in week five. Do you have two team or uh, five guys that have played two games and <laughs> two games together?" And he goes, "No," yeah. <laughs> and that's been the big problem. And, well, and tonight's no different. Well, and, and both coaches we talked to, and, and you see it in the media, both want more consistent line play to be able to provide the, this offense to be able to move the ball. One thing that jumps off the film is the athletic ability of Drew Balistrini. And this is a kid that's really stuck it out and really just been through some tough times. But he continues to show his ability, trying to make plays. He's the leading rusher on the team, two touchdowns. He had a good dual threat game a week ago against Shemokin. 
you like what he sees, and boy, tell us a little bit more about that kid and his ability. What you don't see in the stats with Drew Balestrini is how much he's improved from the week that he got thrown in two years ago to be the quarterback. He was not supposed to be the quarterback, ever. He was a quarterback in youth, and then came behind a, a young man who I know Sealands Grove fans are quite uh, familiar with, uh, and then realized, okay, uh, it's time for me to learn a new position. So he did. And then all of a sudden, three weeks into his uh, sophomore year, he's now the starting quarterback on the varsity level. He went to a lot of camps over the last couple of summers. He has really gotten his footwork down. The problem this year is he's been doing a lot of the running on or a, a lot of mobile running, a lot of waggles, and he's not been able to set his feet. And that, I think, has added to a couple of the picks that he's had this year and a couple of the inconsistencies he's had this year. When he sets his feet, he delivers a really nice pass. And I think if he can get in the pocket and get comfortable at any point this year, he's going to be a very dangerous uh, quarterback with those big receivers on the edge. Talking to Kevin Hur, covering the Sickle Braves on 1070 WKOK as we're getting ready for the Sickle Braves and the Seals Grove Seals here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. The other thing is is trying to make enough plays to be able to put points on the board. Dave talks it all all the time. you got to cross lines and move the chains. So what team, really when I think about what team can make just enough plays to, to win this game, I don't know if it's going to uh, be a game where we see their team score more than 10 points, to tell you the truth, Kevin. So it's going to come down to all the other aspects, special teams, penalties, and turnovers. How has this team done in those th- those three categories, special teams, turnovers, and penalties? Yeah, and they're, they're right about even when it comes to turnovers. They got quite a few last week in a game, uh, I believe two last week, gave up one last week, so they ended up plus in the Milton game. That got them actually almost even after being down minus three going into that game. But then again, they played a really tough Central Mountain team and a tough Jersey Shore team right out of the gate. Now, I don't disagree with you. I think special teams are going to have a lot to do in this game. Uh, I think Shikolami is really close to breaking breaking one open here on a kick return. Um, I don't know if Pfeiffer is going to be available tonight, but he had a couple of really good returns a week ago. There were a couple other guys early in the season that I thought with one more block would have gone the distance. To me, though, I think these two defenses will decide the game, and I honestly think a defensive score or a setup for a, a, a defensive setup score is really what's going to make the difference in this game. Both of these teams have some really solid linebackers in the uh, in this game. Well, as we wrap up here again, talking to Kevin Hur, covering the Chicken Lima Braves on 1070 WKOK. So I put this out there. What is Giddens, the kicker for Chickalini Brace? What's his range? What, how far out can you can you see? Because I'm I'm thinking between Kyle Rule, or uh, Catherman, or Pardo for Sealands Grove. Their range is right around a 30, 35 range. Is that the same what you're going to see from Giddens? Because either one of them could make a difference in this one as well. When you put 21 guys in front of him, it changes everybody's range. Oh, I'm sure. All right. Um, in warmups. He'll kick him from 45. As a matter of fact, he attempted a 43-yarder at Milton, came up a little bit short, ended up uh, actually coming up really short, uh, ended up in the end zone. Now that, or, uh, I'm sorry, just short of the end zone. And ironically enough, they blew the whistle dead, even though that was actually still a live ball. And we joked about it coming out of the second half. That's still a live ball down at the two-yard line. But (laughs) nevertheless, uh, he does have that kind of range. He does, though, have one issue that he's had this year, and that's been getting the ball 
up a little bit higher. And because, again, of that patchwork offensive line, it's been that way on special teams. He's had a couple blocked this year. Well, Kevin, you enjoy your broadcast. Again, it's great to be here at Chickalemi Stadium. Beautiful night for high school football to watch the Chickalemi Braves, Seals Grove Seals. Both teams looking for a huge win here tonight as they start thinking about some postseason action. Just your final word and final thoughts as we get ready to do this. Well, I go back again to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I, I look at Duncan Weir, who's played his Mike linebacker about as well as I've seen a Mike linebacker in high school play. He's very comfortable in that position. I think he's going to be a big key if he can keep, and if the dogs on the outside of this 3-5, the outside linebackers, can contain Bastion in the pocket, Shikalami can have a chance in this game and, and shut Sealands Grove down. On the other side, I think Sealands Grove take, has to take advantage of every mistake Shikalami makes and make this a three-play series every time out. Don't let Shikalami move the sticks because if they're able to move the sticks and get a little bit of confidence, that could be the worst-case scenario for Sealands Grove in this game. Well, I appreciate it, Kevin. Appreciate you checking in here again. Kevin Hur covering the Shikalami Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. We'll check in with you after the game and Talk this one out and see how it went. Have a great call. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yep. And as we continue with the broadcast teams on games covered by the Sunbury Broadcasting family, we check in with Greg Wetzel. Greg Wetzel, as he'll provide our preview of the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons play the Montoursville Warriors Friday night in a Heartland Conference 2 division game. The game will be played on the campus of Montoursville High School. Lewisburg comes into the game with a record of 1-3 after defeating the Midwest Mustangs by a score of 35-28. Montoursville comes into the contest with a record of 4-0 after defeating Danville last week by a score of 42-28. The Green Dragons had their best offensive showing of the year against Midwest. Max Moyers rushed for 128 yards and scored two touchdowns. Quarterback Ethan Dominey completed 10 of 19 passes for 144 yards and two touchdowns. Sophomore Cam Michaels scored three touchdowns, one on a 12-yard rush, and two receiving touchdowns. Montoursville scored touchdowns last week by special teams. A fumble recovery for a touchdown, an interception for a touchdown, a return for a touchdown, and rushing and passing touchdowns. This will be the most well-balanced team that Lewisburg will play all year. Offensively, they are led by junior running back Rocco Paluzzi, who rushed for 209 yards last week against Danville. Defensively, the Warriors play an aggressive defense where they are constantly putting pressure on the opposing offense by running a variety of blitzes. This will be a tough assignment for the Green Dragons. They will have to play a mistake-free game and hope to create turnovers for Montoursville. Game time is Friday night at 7 o'clock with a pregame at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for Game Day on Eagle 107. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center, designed with you in mind. In-store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy 
car buying experience. With never before seen incentive, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals, the other guys won't. It's coming soon. Hand-rolled ice cream at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Nori Danville Highway. What's hand-rolled ice cream? Route 11 Coffee and Cream staff rolls out ice cream as you watch, and then you pick the toppings. Candied walnuts and caramel sauce? Sure. Oreos and peanut butter cups? Heck yeah. Cherries and raspberries? Okay. Candy corn? No, don't do that. Invent your own ice cream and watch it prepared right in front of you. Divine. Like Route 11 Coffee and Cream on Facebook to learn about the grand opening. We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Teleflora Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 5 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers. 901 North Market Street in Seawinds Grove. Hello, we're the Subsix, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. This part of today's game is brought to you by Diversified Construction. Hey, whose turn is it to make the popcorn? When I was a kid, it was always my turn. First, I shook the hot oil pan until the corn popped, and later I used a hot air popper. Now I'm back popping in a hot oil pan because the butter and salt sticks to the popcorn better. Hopefully, you're having a good time snacking with family while listening to today's game. Quality family time is what life is all about. We'll be back later in the broadcast to tell you about what we do here at Diversified Construction. Eagle107.com Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbear Motor Company here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Vest and Zach Showers. Both teams continuing their pre-game warm-up again under a beautiful October night here at Chickalemi Stadium. Both teams coming in one and three, looking to get a big win here as they try to propel themselves into some postseason conversation for these teams. One thing we do is we have a Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. Brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Tonight's game features the Midwest Mustangs looking for a win. Number one, hosting the 1-3 Mifflinburg Wildcats. Last week, the Mustangs fell late to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. We'll keep an eye on that game throughout tonight. Again, we call it the Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. We'll also keep an eye on other games going on around the Valley as we work our way through the broadcast of the Seals Grove Seals here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Well, the Seals were shut out in back-to-back games for the first time since last season when they lost to Jersey Shore in Southern Columbia. Their next opponent was the Shikolimi Braves, as it is again here tonight. So the Seals Grove Seals have an opportunity, as they did a year ago, after having back-to-back shutouts. They put up 37 points against the Shikolimi Braves in 2019. Boy, they would love that opportunity here tonight to see an offense put points on the board as they did a year ago and as they did in week one with a 42-6 win over the Milton Black Panthers. This is the first three-game losing streak for Derek Hicks 
this for Derek Hicks and his tenure as the Seals head coach. It was in 2013 when the Seals lost three in a row with a rough three-game stretch against Berwick, Southern, and Milton. So this is where I throw it to you, Dave. You got a team, you know, struggling not only coming up on the short end, but being shut out. Not putting a lot of points on the board, obviously, as we talked about. Not getting first downs. Not moving the chains. The psyche right now has got to be just detrimental to this team. The importance of getting points on the board, feeling good about your your uh, week of preparation, that element in this game is going to be a big, the big difference, I feel, between these do- both teams. What team has felt like their preparation throughout the week has benefited them and get some positive feel through this game. I agree, Pat. And and truly, Seals Grove is in a situation where we could this could go either way. But I think that if we if our kids show up tonight and do as well as they possibly can, I think we'll be all right. Now, obviously, we have some pretty big hurdles to overcome. Number one, we've got to get our offense moving, right? And we've got to continue to play good defense. And our special teams have to be great tonight. But you know, every opportunity to score tonight is going to be a big thing. We've got to grab up every opportunity. We can't let anything go. While we know this is the first time the Seals face a Jim Kaiser-led Chickalemi team, but Seals grow very familiar with Coach Kaiser. In 11 years at Danville on their sidelines, the Seals faced Kaiser team six times and went two and four in those games. When they played Danville last season in week nine, Kaiser was not the coach at that time for the Danville Iron, but you're very familiar with this coach and what he's been able to produce on the football field from his teams, and you got to think he's going to be able to put a more competitive team on the football field as he goes throughout the season and his career here. Well, first of all, Jim Kaiser is a quality man, and he's a quality coach. How Danville ever got rid of him is beyond me. I don't know what it was, but, uh, boy, they made the mistake of their lifetime. But anyways, um, I, Jim runs a, he runs a similar offense to what we've seen this year he runs it the um the wing tee and he's he does break it up and he does go some spread stuff with it but it's basically a wing tee offense and he got his defense years ago from us you know he he liked the way we ran the three five he runs his a little differently but uh but it's it's well done and they're a well coached football team and pat i agree they're, they're going to get better uh, as the year goes on now, since we've been covering the Seals Grove Seals since 2009, the Seals are 11 and 5 versus Shikalimi. The teams play in the regular season playoff five times: 2009, 2010, 14, 16, and 17. In 2009 and 2014 were the only games where Seals Grove won both games. Most points scored against Shikalimi Braves since 2009: 55 points. That came in 2009. The least points allowed: zero in 2009, 12, 18, as well as the 2014 and 2017 playoffs. So to say that Seals Grove's had a lot of success against the Sikulimi Braves since we've been covering them since 2009 is an understatement. Some top performances, Danny Shuck at 309 yards against Sikulimi in 2018. Kyle Reiner, 202 yards in 2010 playoff game. 200 yards in 2009 playoff game and 186 yards in the 2009 regular season game. Javon Bats, 201 yards in 2014 as they have great success running the ball against the Shikalimi Braves over the years. Receiving-wise, Zach Rager, 127 yards in 2010. That was in a regular season game here at Shikalimi Stadium. And in tackles, Jack Ogler, Hunter Croman, Paul Oyster each had 13 tackles in this matchup with the Shikalimi Braves and and when it comes to sacks, Tony Dresser had three sacks in 2017 in that playoff game. But when we talk about tackles, Jack Gogler, Hunter Crome, and Paul Oyster, program guys who've come through the program and had great success 
it makes me want to talk about Ryan Allman and what he's done and what he's solidified as his legacy here at Sealands Grove and what he's done. Well, he's a guy that we enjoy watching every Friday night and how he gets after it. You know, you just named some of the some of the great ones in our program over the years, and and you've got to you've got to include him. Uh, Almond is a tough guy, man, and he carries that. He has his swagger. He carries himself like a bad dude when he's on the field. He's a gentleman. I, I can't say enough good things about him. He has massive numbers of tackles this year. Some of them probably because he's just on the field so much because their offense hasn't been real productive. But on the other hand, wow, what a psych job this kid is. I love him. We'll talk more about Seals Grove and Ryan Allman, his numbers, and also some of the other defensive numbers as this team has not given up uh, a fourth-quarter score all season long. And up until last week where they gave up 14 in the second half, they had not given up a fourth-quarter point all se- or a second-half point all season long. But, again, we'll talk a lot more about that. But we're going to take a break, come back, and then we're going to get our conversation. Dave Hess was able to check in with the head man, Derek Hicks. We'll get that and so much more. We're getting ready for the Seals, the Braves, here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, as we're bringing you Seals game day. Driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sporting event that used to sound like this now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. And this month, the blizzard of the month is Mocha Fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch. Sealand's Grove High School Football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grilling Chill. Routes 1115 on the strip. Sealand's Grove. Sealands Grove Ford is your certified pre-owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%. A full tank of gas and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at SealandsGroveFord.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the bridge in Sealands Grove. At the Shawley Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shawley Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Shawley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shawleyagency.com. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. 4970. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks heat and glow products.
It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry. This is Sealens Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. Welcome to Derek Hicks pregame show. This is Dave Hess. This is a Shikolimi night tonight, Coach. Uh, how do you feel about the? Uh, this check, let me see on the rivalry, Coach. Is it still alive? It's still a rivalry, yeah. I mean, regardless of record, you're playing your, your cross-river rival, and, uh, you know, you've got a year of bragging rights on the line when you see these guys. So, always there, and we're excited to be going. So, if you have no other shot at a championship, you can be the, the championship of the rally in the valley, right? You that, can be that champion, That right? is correct. Yep, and honestly, looking at the District 4 playoffs, th- this might be, this is the win you need to keep yourself alive and wow. keep going. So this, this is a big game, and it's pretty amazing that both teams we're tied with them because we have the exact same record against the exact same teams, Coach. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think our chances are of getting into the District 4 is now that we're, we're talking about it? Um, you know, right now you look and we're, like you said, we're both sitting at the uh, near the bottom with Lewisburg and uh, you have three games left. we got the rematch the next two weeks and, uh, you know, I think all three are winnable games. We've just got to put it together, uh, get some offense going and uh, keep playing good defense and I like our chances. Oh, good, Coach. And we're really getting ahead of ourselves, but since, <laughs> since it came up, I figured I was going to ask you that later on. But, uh, Coach, um, how significant is the Schick coaching change from Todd Tilford to Jim Kaiser? Is that going to have an effect tonight? No, you know, it's uh, it, it's funny watching film. It's uh, it, there's it's the same. You know, Todd ran wing T. Kaiser, of course, coming from Danville, brought his wing T. Um, and then Todd would jump into spread out of the blue on you. And uh, watching the smoking film last week, uh, Schick came out in spread, back to wing T, back to spread. So you, you've got to prepare for two offenses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, what do you, do you anticipate any any problems with that uh, the wing tee, coach? Oh, uh, you know, honestly, I thought against Schmoken we played well. They were they were exclusively wing tee, um, and I, our last two opponents actually I thought prepared us pretty well because Schmoken was wing tee. Jersey Shore did a lot of spread against us, uh, and now we got the combo. So you know, this is the beauty of having a T Hoover and a Brandon Heil in your secondary. Those two guys will be running safety for us. And, uh, you know, they, they know what we want to be in and what we want to be doing based on formation. Uh, and I have full confidence on those guys to be checking things and changing things as needed. Wow, that's good, Coach. You're, you're actually checking in the line scrimmage, checking yes. things. Yep. That's advanced. That's good. So, well, you've got a guy like Teague Hoover there. Yeah, three-year starter. Uh, Brandon Heil, two-year starter. So the, the, those two guys. And then, of course, Ahmet's a three-year guy at, at Mike Backers. So uh, lots of experience in the important positions to be able to do that kind of stuff. Coach, you are some of their their better offensive players that we we've got to be concerned about tonight. Uh, you know, probably the scariest is their quarterback. Balistrini. And, uh, yeah, Balistrini. Um, you know, I thought against Schmoke and he did a real nice job running the football, got the edge. Uh, Schmoke 
was in a cover zero, so they just ran the corners and outside backers off. And uh, you know, he's an athlete and got that edge. Uh, you know, Marshall on the outside. You've got a kid who's six four, six five. Uh, that, that's certainly a concern with the height of our corners. Uh, and then they have a state when they go wing T. They've got all sorts of running backs that they shuffle in and out. Uh, so there's definitely athletes, but uh, you know, wing T. It's those running backs and the spread. It's the quarterback. Coach, now we all know. I mean, most people know that. Uh the wing T offense that the Chicago is running tonight is is somewhat limited in terms of the number of plays they run. So, but what are if you could focus on just a couple of different wing T plays that they run that you need to focus on tonight? Things we have to stop. What would they be? Um, you know, so the the first is the traditional sweep. Yep. Um, they do both that. Both guards well. out in front. Yep. Both guards out in front. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, and they get the fullback in front of it, and then uh, the halfback comes through. Uh, the play that killed us against Schmoken that we did, we worked on this week was uh, what I guess you call it the scissors play or like an inside reverse where all your action goes one way and the the wing comes back the opposite way so they get that the defense going away and uh you know with smoking was able to not it wasn't huge but it was you know seven eight nine yard gains each time so we worked on that as well okay so and coach that's generally your outside linebackers taking care of that stuff that comes back at him um yeah i you know it's for an inside backer he, he's key in the fullback he's, right. he's got to read that flow uh and so we worked with brandon and jack hahn and uh scott well, it's staying home, and, you know, in Schmoken, they stayed home. They were just kind of sitting, so we worked on attacking that and uh, trying to meet it in the hole rather than a couple yards deep. Oh, that, that's an excellent adjustment to that. Excellent job, Coach. Hey, uh, also, um, oh, yeah, here's here's a note I had written for you. I was going to get to the playoffs sooner or later. Here, okay. All right. I, might as well, I might as well go over this. I have on my sheet here playoffs with three question marks, and I put Jim Mora. Yeah. <laughs> are we talking about playoffs now? Or uh, not? We are not talking about playoffs. Okay, good, we good. are talking about winning this, winning this game. Right. Um, and, you know, I told the kid when the field got expanded, of course, everybody's talking, hey, instead of two, it's four now. Um, and I, I, I never thought of the Jim Mora, but I told the kids, you can't look three weeks down the no. road. We're one and three. You're playing right. your rival. You know, win football games, and playoffs will take care of themselves. And, and we're in the hunt for state championship. So, though. yeah. It's there for us. Yeah, right? so you're eliminated. You've got a shot at anything. You can so just keep going, heck? right? Yep. Now, as coach, just very quickly about as Chickalemi, their defense, three-five. Yep. Very much like ours. Jim Kaiser, I remember he. I think he modeled his three-five after ours. Correct. Back in the day when he was at Danville. Yep. Right? Uh, what are you thinking about their defense, Coach? Is it very much like ours? Is there are there differences? Um, you know, the only difference I think we probably we probably blitz a little bit more than they do. Um, you know, they're they're reading a little bit more, but um, you know they they've gone to the smoking school of uh, D line. I noticed, and they've got uh, you know Schaefer Knights, just a, a sophomore little guy at nose guard, using that quickness. Uh, and then uh, you know their backers, I think their three inside, especially do a nice job of getting to the football. I noticed the Schaefer Knights was a nose guard. That, that was quite a, a situ- situational change for him between last year and this year, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a heck of a linebacker, and uh, like I said, the guys they have there are doing a nice job, so they dropped him down, and uh, he, he's learning that nose guard position. Oh, good for him. I wish him the best, except for tonight. <laughs> well, now, what, what do you think is the most challenging part of their defense, Coach? What, what's the hardest th- thing to probably be the hardest for us to get right tonight against that defense? Um, You know, I think 3-5, is, uh, as Pete Voss always says, it's a rule buster. It is a rule buster. It's a yes. rule buster, so so, yes, Pete and uh, I banged our heads together many nights over that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, so I think the big thing is, you know, we're going back to some of the old-school plays, try, just trying to generate a little offense, brought the stretch back out, toss, Good. counter, trap, and, uh, you know, the biggest thing is the guys have to apply the rules, uh, and, again, against a 3-5, that's 
not easy. So that that would be the concern is, you know, it looked good in practice, but, you know, the, the lights come on, the nerves get going, and uh, they, they've got to continue that focus. Yeah, the old, the, old, the old blocking rules that have been around since the beginning of time are now they're defunct when it comes to 3-5, right? I mean, yeah. you, you cannot get blocking rules to up, completely cover an entire 3-5 defense. You can't do it. No, it's impossible. I mean, anything with the old gap on linebacker, right. uh, inside linebacker, any nope. of that stuff, um, no matter how much you try, you, you're going to have a guy free. So uh, the zone scheme is key tonight. The guy's got to get movement on the down men and, uh, you know, swallow up the backers with that. Yep, absolutely. Coach, what about special teams tonight? Where are you with these with special teams? Uh, you know, fun. I just talked to the guys in the locker room about that. And, uh, you know, punt, we went over punt return, which has done a nice job. And then I, I met with kick return, and I said they've done a great job setting the table. You know, we're getting the ball out to midfield, and on 50% of our kick returns, we have a penalty. Um, so instead of the ball on the 45 or 50, we're back starting deep in our own territory. Oh, that's so, rough, yeah. Um, I just talked to them about continue the aggressiveness. I love it. Yep. Um, um, but let, let's try and be smart and get that return and not get a penalty and get the starting field position. Yeah, you can you can take an aggressive error once in a while. Yeah, but not when you get a great uh, kickoff return, right? No, 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 not when it's fifty percent of the time. Yeah. All right, Coach. Hey, thanks. Good luck tonight. All right, thank you. Yep. Bye bye. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys it's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs, everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your Internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to 
seeing you all soon in person. And as always, go Seals. In difficult times, our thoughts center on protecting and providing for our families. A well-thought-out estate plan is essential to that goal. The Shock Law Office in Sealands Grove will help tailor a plan and documents to help you meet your individual needs and goals. If you care for a loved one who is elderly or has special needs, the Shock Law Office can prepare a plan that helps protect their assets and their access to public benefit programs. Call the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 to schedule an in-person or remote appointment to discuss your plan. Or find them on the web at shochlaw.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Taking a look at some of the other game notes provided to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Last season, Seals jumped out to an early 6-0 lead on an 8-shown 29-yard touchdown run. But Schick Lemmy quickly responded to tie the game at 6. From there was all Seals Grove, scoring the next 31 points to leave Sunbury with a 37-6 victory. Schoen scored two touchdowns. In the second quarter, and Danny Schock tossed a three t- tossed three touchdowns, including two to Wyatt Metzger, who had over 100 yards receiving on the night. A good win for Seals Grove a year ago, winning 37-6. Again, that was after being shut out in back-to-back games against Southern and Jersey Shore. Now, the Seals Grove offense here in 2020 has held to just 68-yard total offense last week against Jersey Shore. And their last four losses against Jersey Shore, Seals Grove offense has been able to produce just 417 total yards combined. Coy Bastian continues to struggle at the quarterback position after completing 50% of his passes in week one against Milton. He's completed just 26 of 75 passes in the last three games. The Seals Grove rushing offense is averaging 65 yards per game. Bastian leads the way with 85 yards on 40 carries. Ryan Almond has been held to just 72 yards, but 64 of them came in week one. Brett Ford put together another solid game last week against Jersey Shore. The senior had his third consecutive week with four catches and had a team-high 155 receiving yards. He has a team-high leading 155 yards. Dave, talking to Kevin Herr and talk about just making enough plays to be able to work the ball down the field, get points on the board, and some of those little plays you talk about are just a quick slant. Saw a lot of that from Jersey Shore last week where they just get out, they drive the cornerback off, turn, stick it. They had their one touchdown in the end zone there. The guy just was able to get himself in the end zone. He turned, and the quarterback was able to find him. And those are kind of plays that both these teams are just dying for to watch these offenses develop. And uh, from whether it's Ballastrini or Bastion, both guys are hoping that those kind of plays could be made tonight. Yeah, they both need a breakout night. They really do. You know, and it's for a game a game like tonight is a great game to get started uh, because it's a, it's, it's a high-profile game. The kids' heads are in it. Uh, this is a good night for a breakout a breakout win for the Seals, I'll say. And when they do talk a lot about the defense, the 3-5 defense, both teams going with that look here tonight. And one thing I know you talked about, what the responsibility of the linemen are up front, and it allows your linebackers to make some plays. Boy, both sets of linebackers here tonight are looking for that opportunity and would just be able to propel both teams if they could make a defensive play that led straight to a touchdown and that's obviously what the recipe would be for seal and to see if one of those linebackers could make a play enough to be able to turn a a defensive play into a score when both offenses are struggling break down that defense a little bit and how those opportunities may come about well in all honesty that is our goal every time the ball snap with the seals grow three five defense it's a score yeah, that, our goal you ask the kids what what's their goal every time the ball snap defensively score 
So, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to take the ball away. The linebackers are obviously the guys that do that, but the other guys that should be leading in tackles. The down men are getting upfield. They're taking people on. They're pushing the line of scrimmage back. They're creating a vacuum for those linebackers to play down to and through the line of scrimmage. And that's what it's all about. And it's all about gang tackling. The more people you can have around the football, the better off you're going to be if it comes out. You know, you got to get, get 11 people around that football every, every down. So... I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great game tonight. I think defensively we're going to play well. I think it's time for our offense to break out, though. I really do. Definitely anxious to see this one get started. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, getting ready for the Seals Grow Seals taking on the Shikalemi Braves. You talked about that defense. Ryan Almond leading the way with 11.5 tackles per game. He has eight tackles for loss, which matches the team tackle for losses for the Shikalemi Braves. Also has two sacks. Rumberger, Ryan Rumberger's come in. He's third leading tackle with 9.7, also has three tackles for loss. Those linebackers have played well. And one thing you've talked about with some of those younger guys getting opportunity is speed. And they've shown that speed from that linebacker position. We are, our linebackers can run. As a matter of fact, our defense can run very well when, you know, when they're, uh, when, when, you know, it's on the line, man. They, they get there. And I like that. That's, and again, that's a basic philosophy of our defense, too. We might not be the biggest in the world, but we are going to be in the best shape, and we are going to be able to run to the ball no matter who we're on the field with. And I think our defense can run. Well, we've seen it. They've played well this year, the defense at times. Most of the time, they've played very well. The Seals Grove defense under head coach Derek Hicks, his sixth year, 45-24 and 24 overall record. They've got about 15.5 points per game, and obviously that altered a lot with a 33 nothing loss last week to Jersey Shore. They've given up 314 yards per game, 94 through the air, 145 on the ground. They've given up eight touchdowns on the season, five passing touchdowns, three passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns. And again, this team is has four sacks, 32 tackles for loss, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries. And when you break down what they've given up scoring-wise, 21 in the first quarter, 29 in the second quarter, 12 in the third, and no points given up in the fourth quarter. This defense continues to get stronger as the game goes along, and you love to see that. It'll keep you in each and every game. And that first quarter that we saw last week for this defense against a very good Jersey Shore team was inspiring, and it put a lot of stuff on film that I'm sure you can hang your hat on how they can play. It was very inspiring, and, and as a matter of fact, it was it was a noble effort last week, I thought, out of our kids coming off the coming uh, right off the bench into the game. Boy, they were they were pumped, and they were playing hard, and I loved it. I loved their their attitude they brought on the field with them, and, you know, they, they, they brought a, a, a note of confidence, I thought, last week coming in. It, it held up for the first quarter, but then we left. We couldn't generate enough offense to really make it work for us. Well, one thing we talked about last week was the scoring drives and where they started all in Seals Grove territory, and no matter who you're playing against, that's something that puts a lot of pressure on that defense to make no mistakes. Think about their first touchdown was a 42-yard bomb down the left sideline where Nate Allman played step for step. He was on it. Hess did a great job, and you described it beautifully last week where he just extended his arm enough to create that distance, and, boy, that quarterback dropped it in there. But, again, you go back to the way that Nate Allman played that. That was beautifully played. That was not an easy touchdown for a very good Jersey Shore team to score. No, that had to be a perfect, perfect throw the way uh, the way Nate defended that, and it had to be a, a, an incredible catch, and it was both. You know, Nate forced him. Nate forced them to be to be perfect, and that's what they had to be on that play, and they were. And sometimes you just, they'll, a team will throw things at you just can't you can't handle. That's just the way it is. But you better make up for it somewhere else. Safety for the Seals Grove Seals has been big as well, and that's Teague Hoover. 11.5 tackles per game, two interceptions, and also 
You look at Hahn, who's got some time coming. He has four tackles for losses. But the guy who came in, and we talked about Rumberger, he he got hurt on the very first play. And and you said it multiple times. This kid was thrown off out, was thrown into the mix in the first play. Go play against the best team we're going to see all year long and see how you did. And, boy, he came away. We commended his play last week. He did. I'll tell you what, I, I was really impressed again for him. The first play of the game to get thrown into the game against the best number two team in the state. Othout did a noble job. He was awesome last week. And he's going to be in the mix again here tonight, as along with Rumberger as well and Straub. Also, number 25 will get into the mix as well. So you have three guys trying to vie for that linebacker position to go along with guys like Ryan Ahmed, Rothamal, Kissinger, and Brandon Heil. And Brandon Heil, we haven't even mentioned yet. From But when you talk about speed and getting to plays and chasing things down, does a wonderful job from that linebacker position as well. Brandon Heil was the biggest surprise to me this year. I knew he was good from last year, but, man, I did not know he had that kind of speed. When I saw him come off the edge uh, in that first game, I was incredibly impressed. I, I like Brandon Heil. He's, he's just another great addition to the Seals linebacker core. So we're looking forward to seeing them getting after it again here to make against the Chicken Braves. The Braves get ready to take the field, and Seals Grove will do it here shortly. We're about to get this one underway. When we come back, we're going to check in with Dave. He's going to give us an idea of what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals as we continue with Seals Game Day on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I'm Art Thomas, president of Diversified Construction. Bathroom modifications, outside ramps and vertical platform lifts, stair glides and door widenings are some of the construction services we provide. Our certified agent in place specialist can meet with your family to discuss projects that keep people living where they want to be. Don't wait for a crisis situation. Diversified Construction can help keep you safe at home. Visit our website, check out our Facebook page, and call us today for a free site visit and consultation. Diversified Construction, proud to be the consumer's choice. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealandsgrove, or aarons.com slash Sealandsgrove. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available too for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. 
before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Okay, I'm heading out for lunch. Are you going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen? If anyone hears that I'm going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen, then everyone will want me to bring... Can you bring me a turkey and cheese panini? I'd like some homemade pasta salad, please. And I need a cannoli, just like my Nana from Italy used to make. Oh, all right. Just call them at 570-522-1060 to order ahead and I'll pick it up again. Visit Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg, an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. Winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Online and on Facebook, too. Eagle 107 is WEGH Northumberland Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Seals Grove Seals football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by Blicks, Shock Law, Hubs Home Oxygen, WL Nissan, Diversified Construction, Shalom Salon and Spa, Garfield, Seals Grove Ford, Shemokin Dam Health Center, Marzoni's, ITG Basement Systems, Gracie's Flowers, Aaron's Rental, Tom's Eatery, Tri Valley Tag, Route 11 Coffee and Cream, William Booker CPA, Service Electric Cable Vision, Central Vision Eye Care, and Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. When you hear the National Anthem, it's perfect segue into what's going to seal the deal for victory for the Seals Grove Seals. Well, without question, we've got to get our offense rolling, and we've got to score some points. We've got to move the ball consistently, and defensively, we've just got to play our game defensively, and we've got to play strong special teams. Bottom line, get that offense moving and score some points. We'll keep an eye on that as we go throughout the broadcast. This has been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns, and the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors. Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. Beautiful night here at Chickalemi Stadium. Taking a peek at the weather here as we do have cloudy skies, not expecting any kind of rain, which is a good thing because we're sitting outside under this beautiful 66-degree temp- temperature night. It's going to fall into the 50s before we're done. But again, both teams looking to get a win here tonight, and as you said, and, and half-jokingly, but it's the conversation going on around as 
the alignment has changed a bit in terms of District 4, 4A, and who can get in and who can't. Now they've committed to four teams can get in. So a game like this all of a sudden becomes very important for both teams with any ideas or any thoughts of getting into the postseason. Yeah, sure, it's, it's a meaningful game. It, it's always a meaningful game, but it just took on that much more. As Shikalimi will kick it away to the Sealands Grove Seals. Sealands Grove Seals are going to drop back Nate Ahmet and Teague Hoover. Both junior return men for the Sealands Grove Seals. And we are underway. A swift kick as Rothamal is able to jump on top of it. So Seals Grove will have great field position to get this game started as they're going to have it outside their own 35-yard line. So they're four, almost to the 45-yard line make that in day. Boy, they have had no trouble with getting good field position. Again, we talk about just being able to move the ball with that kind of field position they've got. See if they can do that here as we get things started. Better believe it. Actually, that was a great play by Rothamall. He was on the front line in the kickoff return. He just jumped on that split ball. Got us good position, good field position. Shotgun formation for Bastion. First offensive play. He's going to look to throw. Over the middle, gets it to Brett Ford. It makes a catch beyond the 45 to about the 47-yard line. So a good positive play is what we're looking for as he's able to pick that one up. It's going to get about four. Second down and six for the Seals. Second and six is a whole lot better than what we saw last week. Am I right, Pat? Absolutely. And what we've seen over the last three games were a lot of second down and 13 stuff. We talked about last week a lot of negative plays on first down. That's a huge play to get things started here. For the Seals, second down and six, just underway. It's a keeper by Bastion going left, runs into a wall, defenders, maybe back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. So now you have a third down and six for the Seals following that keeper by senior quarterback, Coy Bastion. I think one of the things that uh, Coach Hicks talked to me about off the, you know, off the mic tonight was the fact that they want to run some more stretch and stuff like that tonight, try to stretch the field, try to, try to create some openings to run through tonight. I think it's a good idea, good plan. You know, to, let me just play the whole field. Trying to make those adjustments here on offense that we've talked about a lot, struggling, but they definitely have the ability. Dave, you talked about just some breakdowns here and there, get those things cleaned up and see if we can't turn this offense into something that can put points on the board. Third down and six for Bastion, dropping back, looking. It's got some green grass in front of him, going to take off. Runs over a defender to get into brave territory, short of a first down as he's able to take it to the 48-yard line, but it looked like it will be a punting situation that quickly for the Sealers Grove Seals. Got a hand to the offensive line. They, it was, uh, that was excellent pass protection that time. Uh, I'm not sure what the problem was. I, he couldn't get the ball off, evidently. Maybe I, I guess our receivers were covered. I didn't really see that part, but he was able to run for good yards. We're about fourth and three now. So punting situation for Katherman. He'll drop back, get a good snap, and gets this one away. A line drive kick, driving Balestrini back to inside his den. Being chased by Nate Ahmed, and he goes down quickly. Beautifully done by junior Nate Ahmed that takes Balestrini down at the 11-yard line. That was an unbelievable play by Nate Ahmed. First of all, he was the first guy down the field on that punt cover. He was all by himself. He's probably the fastest kid in the field. I don't know, but he's fast. And I tell you, what a what a great open field tackle Nate just just had it that that's impressive, and that's against a good athlete and uh, Drew Balestrini who we talked about he made a great play there. So Shiklemi takes over first offensive possession at their own 11 yard line. They come out in a single wing back look. Balestrini under center taking the snap gives it to the second man through hit by Hahn, but then driven back by host the white shirts looking at the defense for. 
The Seals Grove Seals, as we knew coming in, Cam Fogarty, Metzger, and Miller up front. Linebackers Kissinger and Heil on the outside. Rothamall and also Ryan Ahmet. And we saw Jack Kahn getting the linebacker call on that right side for the Seals Grove defense. He got involved in that first stop. Two-yard pickup, second down and eight for the Shikolimbi Braves. And the ball's on the Shikolimbi 13-yard line. We have a good place here, second and eight. They're going to send a wide to the right to the Shikolimbi Braves. Their first offensive possession. Bowstreen rolling to his right. Looking in the flat, overthrows his intended receiver that time. It was Schaefer Knight's intended receiver. He's a sophomore, falls incomplete. And that quickly brings up a third down and eight for the Shikolimbi Braves. Well, with that, uh, the Shikolimbi running attack with the, the wing tee, everybody expects him to come out and, and run on first down. But they, they ran a uh, belly pass where the... The tailback led through the, the B-gap on the right side. Fullback pretended it, but the quarterback faked it, a, a handoff to the fullback and threw it to a receiver, but it just wasn't a very good throw. Geyser at center. Heller and Weir are the guards. Raker and Oates are the tackles with Fitzgerald, the tight end. Third down and eight. Balestrini rolling to his right. Now he's going to take off and run. Being chased from behind. Get over the 20, 25, still going 30, down the left sideline, got one man to beat, and that's going to be Hoover who finally knocks him out of bounds as Balistrini takes it into Seals Grove territory, down to the 42-yard line. The officials just missed a flagrant clip on Brandon Heil directly in front of the ball. They missed it. He would have made the tackle. Shame. That's a shame. Balistrini's a fast kid, though. He took off with that. Uh, Ahmed got good pressure. He was back to throw the ball, and he took off. He's an impressive runner. So first down and 10 for the Shikolimi Braves. Receiving core, Pfeiffer and Davis Marshall. In the backfield, along with Balestrini, will be Sempko, Schaefer Knights, and Gage Wolf. First down and 10 for the Braves in Seals Grove territory. Low snap, designed run for Balestrini, hit by Vance Metzger, and thrown to the turf. We'll be lucky to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Second down and 10 for the Shikolimi Braves. Their first offensive possession, and they've taken in two. Seals Grove territory on the long run by quarterback Drew Balistrini. I tell you what, Balistrini met his uh, he, he met his match that play. Big old uh, Vance Metzger shed the, the offensive tackle and, and put a big old bear hug on Balistrini. Balistrini fought him, but I tell you what, it wasn't a very good match. Good job by Vance Metzger that play. Second down and ten. One wide receiver split to the left. Two backs in the backfield. Balistrini under center. Balestrini rolling to his left, squares up, looking, plenty of time, looking for Marshall, and Marshall unable to come up with the connection from Balestrini, falls incomplete around the 20-yard line, defended by Nate Ahmed, but falls incomplete, and it'll bring up a third down and 10 for the Shiklemi Braves. Again, now that was that was play-action pass. They were pretending they were going to run the ball. They fake run, threw the ball downfield, and uh, I actually, that he was their receiver was very well covered. By, uh, was that Nate Almond down there? Nate Almond, yep. Yep. Good job. The defensive backs, along with the safety Teague Hoover, Brett Four, and Nate Almond. Nate Almond, a junior. Third and ten, big down. Trips to the right. Two wide receivers split to the left for Balestrini on this third down and ten play. Good snap to him from the shotgun. Throws it out there. Almost picked off by Brett Four. Falls incomplete. It was intended for Marshall. So it's fourth down and ten for the Chickalimi Braves. I, I love the call there. They came out with five wides. Seals Grove came out with two high. They had two safeties playing deep, and they had all their, their backers playing underneath. And their cornerbacks, actually, in that cover two, actually have the, the flat. 
the receiver ran right up to uh, Brett Ford, tried to make a, a cutoff him. Brett played it beautifully. Knocks it down, forces a punting situation. Gittens will drop back to punt it. Teague Hoover, along with Brett Ford, waiting for this punt. It's a short punt. It's going to hit around the 15, roll to the 20. Still rolling down to the 24-yard line, so it took a good Seals Grove bounce. Give Seals Grove the ball back for their second offensive possession. It'll be a second down, or it would be a first down and 10 from about the 24-yard line for the Seals. I see Cam Fogarty on the offensive line. Also with Miller, Seco, Young, and Vance Metzger across that offensive line for the Seals Grove Seals. Fogarty to come out and play that right guard position for the Seals Grove Seals. No score, just underway here from Chickalimmy Stadium. Seals Grove seeing blitz coming by the Braves. Going to give it to the deep man. Brandon Heil gets to the edge. There's going to be a flag on the play as Brandon Heil is going to pick up 11 yards. He got a block out there by Ryan Armit. The flag's thrown. Let's see if this one's going to come back. I'll tell you what, that was a good-looking play. We ran a stretch left, which means a tailback. Gets the ball and runs outside on our left side, and it was a great-looking play. Um, Brandon Heil just ran the ball very well on that play. He, he did a great job, but uh, it's coming back. Seals Grove comes in tonight averaging 11.1 points per game, 570 total yards on the offensive side. That comes out to 142 a game. It's 77.5 through the air, rushing 65 yards per game. They have five touchdowns on the season. They all came in the first game in the win over the Milton Black Panthers. Three interceptions thrown, two fumbles. They're scoring 14 in the first quarter, 17 in the second, 17 in the third. They have not scored in the fourth quarter in their first four games. Penalty against the Seals Grove Seals. So it's going to drive the ball all the way back to the 14-yard line. It'll be a first down and 20 for the Seals. Ryan Allman goes in motion from left to right. Fumbled snap. Bastion doesn't get it. It's going to be recovered by the Shikalimi Braves. Boy, those are the kinds of mistakes we cannot make. He never got the he never got the snap. We just gave them the ball down at about our 14-yard line. And when two offenses have struggled to put points on the board, now I say that, but Shikalimi did put up 20 points a week ago against the Shimokin Indians. Seals Grove were unable to score against Shimokin, so. Boy, Chickalimi in business here following the fumble and the recovery by the Braves. So they have it first down at 10 from the Seals Grove 16-yard line. Yeah, we, this is a bullet we have to dodge right now. This defense has to step up big. This is sudden change. You know, sudden change is something that the kids have to understand. You've got to take that momentum back now, guys. Get the ball back. Man goes in motion as Balestrini's going to take the snap, look at left, throws it out into the flat, caught there, quickly goes down to Semko, and that's off of Brandon Heil. Tackle from that linebacker position, he gets to it quickly, and there's going to be a loss on the play, second down and about 13, going in the opposite direction for the Braves offense. That was some sort of a bubble screen or a receiver screen that the Danville, or excuse me, Shikalemi, the Danville, old Danville coach is now the head coach. I will make that mistake more than once. But, uh, Brandon Heil just did a great job on the tackle. He's a good athlete. Second down and long. Called it second down and 13. So McCormick goes in motion. Balestrini gets the snap. Gives it to Semko. Tackle, tackle by Ryan Almit along with Kissinger. I don't think it's going to be a pickup of any 
yards on the run that time. So it's going to be a third down and 13. Under seven to go here in the opening quarter. No score between the Braves and the Sealens Grove Seals. Yeah, Shiklamy went from, they went from about the 9-10 yard line. No, wait. I'm sorry. They went from about the, the 16 all the way back to the 20 now. So it's third and about 14. We're in good shape here. We've got it. This is a big down for Sealens Grove right now. Twins for the Shikolimi Braves on this third down and 14 from the Seals Grove 20-yard line. Balistrini drops back under heavy pressure, gets rid of it on the screen. Caught by Sepko, avoids defenders, gets between the hash, down inside the 10, close to the 5-yard line. It's short of a first down, according to the official here on the near side. Yeah, that's uh, We were in a cover two there, which means we had all of our linebackers underneath. We only blitzed one, I believe, but you know that, and they ran a screen play, which really should not have worked against that defense because all of our underneath defenders are in front of that. But they got a couple of blocks and they got a big gain, so it's fourth and what? Fourth and less than a yard. That's what they're calling it. Less than a yard at the six-yard line in Seals Grove territory for the Shikolimi Braves. This is a huge down. This is huge. We're looking for Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Boy, this would be a big one if the defense had come up with a stop. Balistrini getting his personnel in the right place. Takes the snap. Going to follow behind an offensive line push. Now it's a matter of a spot. Did he get it? The officials are coming off the sideline. No call yet. They are stopping the clock, which usually indicates that it was enough for a first down, or is it a turnover on downs? It's a turnover on downs. Excellent. Give it back to the Seals Grove offense. Good job, uh, Seals defense. Defensive line did a great job. Balestrini just tried a quarterback sneak. No, no room at the end. Good job by the defensive line linebackers. Well, you asked for dodging a bullet here, and, boy, did they do it in a big way after yeah. the fumble by Bastion. Gave it to the Shiklimi Braves at the Seals Grove 16-yard line. Had a couple negative plays, unable to pick up the first down there. Seals Grove takes over first down and 10 from their own six. We've got to get first downs. We've got to move the ball now, guys. Bastion turns, gives it to the deep man, Teague Hoover, off the right side. Dragging defenders, blow the whistle official. There's nine guys on him and about to slam him into the turf. But he's going to pick up three, four yards on the carry. Another positive play on first down, and that's what we've been asking for for three weeks now. Yeah, I don't think Teague wants him to blow the whistle, though. <laughs> I think he wants to keep fighting. Yeah. Good for Teague. Well, and good for the Braves. They're playing to the whistle. There was nothing wrong with what happened out there. It just looked like he definitely was stopped his momentum. Braves did a nice job once he got through the official or through the initial line. The whistle came very late, though. It did seem. Second down and six play here for the Seals from the Braves' 11, from their own 11-yard line. This is going to go to Hoover going left, being chased from behind, and he's going to go down. Good job by Wolf. As he was able to get to Hoover going left, loss on the plate. Now it's going to bring up a third down and long after a couple-yard loss on that run. Yep, not, not a good start for that series. But I'll tell you what, um, Shikolimi has, they've played well so far down here. And as you talk about trying to keep the field position in their favor, if Seals Grove has to punt from deep here, you would think that the Braves could end up with great field position, maybe inside Seals Grove territory to start the next possession. But Seals Grove trying to come up with a big first down. We got Bastion it. Bastion drops back, looking right. Looking, got to get rid of it. Nate Ahmed, side wide receiver pass, nothing there. Tackled immediately by Davis Marshall. So nothing there. Punting situation for the Seals Grove Seals. And now we're going to ask Catherman to come out, get it up in the wind, and see if he can get a punt of his life. That's what we need, the punt of our life. 
3.45 to go in a quick-moving first quarter. No score between the Braves and the Seals. We're here at Chickalimby Stadium bringing Seals Grove football on Eagle107 and Eagle107.com. Kasperman gets a good snap and under some pressure but gets rid of it with a high kick. Going to bounce, get good bounce for the Seals, but the Braves will take over. Great field position as they'll have it at the Seals Grove 44-yard line, maybe the 43-yard line. So, again, in positive field position for the Braves and Seals Grove territory to start their next possession. 0-0 ball game here, 325 to go in the opening quarter. You know, we take over with the ball on our own 43-yard line, and, you know, if, if we would just get a couple of first downs when we're down with our backs to the, our own goal line, it would just pay such huge dividends because Chicklin, if, if we have 20 more yards, we're well into Chicklin territory. Now we're in our territory. And they've faced that all year long, faced that last week against Jersey Shore and gave up four touchdowns but starting position in Seals Grove territory. Balestrini turns, gives it a second man through, trying to pull away from tackles, doesn't. He's going to get it right at the 43-yard line, so maybe a half-yard loss on the run that time for the Braves. It'll be second down and a short 11 for the Braves. And Spencer George is in the ballgame now. Number 40 checks into the game and trying to keep these guys fresh. You see that already, like you said, with Spencer George coming into the game to spell Vance Metzger from that defensive tackle position. Second down play here. Second down on a long 10. 2.50 to go in the opening quarter. No score. Balestrini under center. Fakes it to the deep man. Turning. Gets rid of it. Out in the flat. It's got the catch out there. Made that time. Schaefer Knight's making the catch as he's going to cross lines. Get it to the 35. Down to the 34 yard line. So it's going to be a third down and a long two for the Braves as they try to keep this possession alive. I'll tell you what, this Chickalimbi team looks better already than they did on film. That was a nice throw by Balestrini. Nice catch by Schaefer Knights. Nice little pattern, high percentage pattern, short pass. And Schaefer Knights got a couple tough yards. It'll be a third down and two for the Braves. No score. Balestrini will turn, roll into his right, throws it out into the flat, in and out of the hands of Schaefer Knights that time, falls incomplete. And it's going to bring up fourth down and two for the Shikolimi Braves. See if this is four down territory. That was a huge play right there. Uh, this, well, I don't see any, any personnel changes. It looks like Balestrini's staying in. They're going to go for it here. And like you said, Dave, it was open. This is a matter of uh, yeah, it was wide open. completing that there. And that would have been a first down and more for the Braves. Fourth down and two, 235 to go in the opening quarter. No score. Ball's on the Seals Grove 35, so this is typical four-down territory. Davis Marshall will be the lone receiver in the formation on the left. Balestrini's going to roll to his left, under pressure, reverses his field, goes the other way, gets away from one tackle, but then Brandon Howell, nope, it's stripped by Cam Fogarty, and then he loses it. And the Knights is going to come up with Schaefer Knights, is going to come up with the recovery as Cam Fogarty was able to strip it away from Balestrini, he took it the other way into Brave territory, but then a hustle play by the Braves knocked it out of his hands, and now the Braves take over first down and 10 from their own 35-yard line. My heart aches for Cam Fogarty. That was, he was hustling. He took the ball. He did all the right things, and then he had the ball stripped away from him. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Hey, he's out there doing it. He's busting his tail. I'll tell you what, no no need for criticism, no room for criticism. Great job by Cam Fogarty. You talk about a hustle play all the way yep. around. Keep yep. your head up and keep playing hard, young man. Yep. 
Yep. Big break for the Braves. Balistrini, a keeper here. He's got room between the hash. He fumbles the ball. It's on the turf, but the Braves are going to jump on top of it. Number 75, Robbie Heller, the senior, able to be in the right place at the right time. That's a nine-yard pickup, maybe about eight and a half. It's going to be a second down and short for the Braves as they have it at their own 44-yard line. Good burst that time by the senior. Balistrini on the run. This Balistrini is a tough kid, I'll tell you. You, you can see toughness all over this kid. And he's going to be asked to come up with another big play here to try to come up with a first down. Twins to each side for the Braves. Fitzgerald goes in motion. He gets the call. Bounces to the outside. He's got some room. A flag's going to be thrown right in the territory of Fitzgerald, taking it to the right side. So why the officials chit-chatting about that, I want to remind you, Sunday the Eagles head down the turnpike to Pittsburgh on Eagle 107. Pre-game starts at noon. Kickoff at 1 with Murrow Reese and Mike Quick on Eagle 107. Steeler fans, the coverage of the Steelers on 100.9 The Valley begins at 11 a.m. All part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation sports programming. They got Shikolimi for a hold, which is going to put the ball back on the Shikolimi 33-yard line. First down for Shik- or second down for Shikolimi, I'm sorry. So that's a takes away what would have been a first down, and both teams have struggled in picking up first downs all season long. You can't give up those opportunities. We move the 130 to go here in the first quarter. No score between the Seals and the Braves. Second about 12. As Gittin's going to split far to the left for the Braves. Fitzgerald is in the slot on the left side. He goes in motion. Balistrini looking for Giddens. Now he's going to take off and run. There's a flag thrown. It's Hans, first guy in there. Ryan Ahmed fi- finishes him off. Nope, that's Vance Metzger and Teague Hoover able to finish him off. And now there's another flag on the play. We'll have to check out to see what the call is here. It's holding again. And that's going to go against the Braves. That's going to drive them back again. This is going to be the world's longest second down. And that was a very quick moving first quarter. It slowed down just a bit due to the penalties here. So we're now at second and about 23. With 109 to go here in the first quarter. After the next play, we'll check in with some scores of other games going on around the valley. It's part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard. Giddens will split to the left along with Fitzgerald once again. Shotgun formation, Balistrini. Fitzgerald goes in motion. Balistrini rolling to his left. Reverses his field. He'll go down. A couple white shirts jump on top of him. As Spencer George, Cam Fogarty, and also Ryan Allman all in on the stop there for the Seals. You got it. That was a good-looking defensive play by Seals. We'll take that any day. So updated score. Southern leading Hughesville 22-0. Central Mountain up on Chimokin 7-0 early on. Bloom, Loyal Sock, 0-0. Midwest and Mifflinburg tied 0-0. That's our Blaze Alexander Four tough game of the week. Danville, Central Columbia, also no score. Montoursville leads Lewisburg 14-0. That's in the first quarter. Those are updated scores, part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Balistrini drops back, looking right. Now he's looking over the middle, plenty of time. Now he's rolling to his left, being chased by Ryan Ahmed. He's going to take off and run. He's going to slide at the 30-yard line. Be short of a first down by a mile after the couple penalties by the Braves. Ryan Ahmed on the pursuit, and then Nate Ahmed came up 
Vance Metzger give him credit too. He was on it as well. But with that play, that ends the first quarter. No score between the Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hubble's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Eagle 107. The Nittany Lions are back on News Radio 1070 WKOK starting October 24th at Indiana. Visit WKOK.com for full schedule of game times as they get announced. 0-0 ball game here, Dave. Both teams struggling just a bit as we expected just because of that's what we've seen here. But the defenses have been flying around the ball, and that's also what we've expected. This game, I still hope <laughs> I don't think teams are going to score 10 points. The winner of this one is not going to score more than 10 points. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That means we're in for a long night. Buddy. <laughs> we need some action, buddy. We need some scores. We're overdue. All Seals Grove fans are hoping for that. Absolutely. And see if we can yeah. do it. As the Chickalimby Braves have to drop back and punt this away to start the second quarter. Brett Four and Teague Hoover standing at their own 35-yard line. See if that action can come here on the special teams. It's coming back. Good punt by Gittens, and it's a fair catch. It's going to be taken by Brett Four. They're going to mark it at the 33-yard line. So Seals Grove, good field position to start this possession at their own 33-yard line. Kind of recapping that first quarter. Again, Seals Grove dodged a bullet, as you called it, because they had a turnover deep in their own territory at the 16-yard line. Their defense came up with a big stop, pushing the ball back to the 20-yard line, and Seals Grove was able to dodge a bullet, get no points scored on that possession by the Braves. And that's where we stay in as we move into the second quarter. First possession of the second quarter for the Seals. I tell you, that punt return is going to get some action later on. That punt return is there for us if we can catch the ball and get on it. High formation behind Bastion. Two wide receivers to each side, or one to each side. This is going to go to Deep Man Heil. Going right up the middle, crosses the 35, gets to the 36-yard line. So he's going to pick up three on the run, second down and seven. Another positive play on first down for the Seals Grove offense. That was just a, that was a lead left. Our, our, our halfback led the fullback through, uh, through a, a, the, the B gap on the left side. Got a couple of yards. Tough run by Brandon Heil. Three yards. Continue that action here. See if they stay with the I formation, and they do. Wide receiver to each side. Deep man is Heil behind Ryan Allman. Nate Allman goes in motion. Bastion under center. Long count. Pitching it out to Heil. Trying to get to the edge. He does. He's got room to the 40. To the 41, there's a flag on the play. What is, is that going to be Nate Allman coming back on the crack box? crackback block? I missed the crackback, but I saw a very good looking. It's a hold against us. That's three now, right? Three penalties, two so far. Two, okay. Two holds. But that's going to take back again a positive play. I like that one. That looked good. Brandon Heil squeezing through, coming out of that pro pro set formation. Yeah, it was a toss. It was a nice look. It's one of the things that Coach Hicks said he wanted to adjust this week or, or change, is try to get the ball outside more. So he's running stretch and he's running toss to the tailback. 
and that, that toss is a fullback led to the outside. And I'll tell you what, no better fullback to do that than, than Amon. I mean, our guy, he's a great, a great blocking fullback. And that was a good-looking play. I mean, we, we got positive yards. I don't know what the holding's all about. So now they're forced into a second down and 18 from their own 25-yard line for the Seals. This is a keeper by Bastion running off the right side underneath the defender. Still going. There's a fumble. The ball is on the ground. Aye, aye, aye. And now there's a conversation about who came up with recovery. I don't know if I've seen a signal yet, so it tells me that Seals Grove was able to retain possession of the fumble by Bastion, so it's going to be a third down from the 30-yard line. We'll call a third down and a three, or excuse me, 13 for the Seals Grove Seals. Now, we've got to stop leaving the ball lay on the ground like that. We, we've got to take care of the football, and we've got to get first downs here. We've got to change field position. The ball's on the 30-yard line right now. It's third and 12. Come on, Seals. We've got to get a play here. They break out of the huddle, coming up to the line of scrimmage. We're in the second quarter. No score. As Bastion will go to the shotgun formation. Backs to each side of him. Bastion's rolling to his left. Looking. Got a man out there, and it's well overthrown. Again, Brent Four was underneath the defender. Martin had an opportunity there at the 45-yard line, but that one sailed on Bastion, so it's a punting situation for the Seals. We weren't able to manage a first down there either, were we? Not one. So Catherine will come out and have to punt this one away on this fourth down and 12. Ten minutes to go here in the first half. No score between the 1-3 Braves and the 1-3 Seals Grove Seals. Good snap to Catherman. Left-footed kicker gets it away, and he shanks it. Not good. It's going to bounce at the 40, roll out of bounds at the 44-yard line. The Seals Grove defense will have to jog back out on the field and see the Chickalemi Braves with great field position at the Seals Grove 43-yard line. Somebody's got to get with Catherman right away. The last two punts he's had were he pointed his toe straight up in the air, and both those punts... Um, went end over end backward off his foot, which is just a, a, not a good thing. So somebody's got to stop him and, and, and tell him to point his toe and kick with a flat part of your foot. Especially when you're kicking into a bit of a breeze, yeah. too. you got to let it slice through that wind. You get it up and end over end, and, boy, that's just the wind's going to take over. Yeah, he's got that toe up in the air when he's kicking. Davis Marshall splits to the left. Two backs in the backfield. Battlestrini under center. Turns. Gives it to the second man through. Simcoe, and he's blown up. Ryan Almick got to it along with Miller, and the play was over. Steve Miller's doing some great things in there tonight. He's, he's really working low uh, in that line of scrimmage. And he was able to come through clean, pretty much untouched. And uh, obviously, Almond did too, but that, what a hit. Spencer George stays in there. He's playing on that left defensive tackle position. Up front again, Fogarty and Steve Miller. A loss of one on the play, second down and 11 as the Braves have it at the Sealands Grove 44-yard line. They send two wide receivers to each side. Davis Marshall split far to the right. Shotgun formation for Ballastrini. He drops back. Look at under heavy pressure. He's going to take off and run. Being pursued by Rathamo, taken down by Brandon Heil. Textbook, arms out, tackle, take him down. Decent pickup by Ballastrini, but the quickness by Heil negated what could have been a first down pickup. I tell you what, you know, tackling is, is a real skill, and, and uh, Brandon Heil is one of those guys who is a gifted tackler. That's not an easy thing to do, but he is—he uh, just has a natural form for that kind of thing. 
as he's able to get the stop there as Balestrini was able to take it to the 38-yard line. Third down and five, 8.35 to go in the first half, no score. Blitz coming off the left side by Ryan Ahmed. They're going to throw a screen. Ryan Ahmed able to pursue it and take Simcoe down. It was Rothamall coming off the edge on the blitz. So Ryan Ahmed able to get there to make the stop. Shorter first down at the 35-yard line. It's going to be a fourth down and two for the Braves. Another, another probably four-down situation for, for Shikolimi here. And a situation where Seals Group has to come up big. Again, back to the wall. The ball's on the 35-yard line. Fourth and two. Then running that big. screen, yeah. Big play here, looking for Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game and looking for it again, a candidate on the defensive side for the Seals. Now in this situation, they've been throwing short balls all night. We'll see what happens. Balestrini's going to keep it, trying to pop it to the outside, not going to get there. That was Teague Hoover from his safety position, the two leader tacklers for the Seals involved in that stop. Teague Hoover first, and Ryan Ahmed finished it off. It's a turnover on downs. This defense continues to thump opponents in big situations, and they do it again there. Fourth and two, their quarterback's in a shotgun, and Teague Hoover, our free safety, makes it makes makes the tackle for about a yard gain. Man, he comes on like a missile. Unreal, man. Unreal. Beautiful stop there by the defense. Turns the ball over on downs. Again, the Braves had great field position, and the defense had to come up big. Bastion under center. Give it to the fullback. Ryan Ahmed. Big play. He's got 10, 11 before he's taken down by Fitzgerald. But that's going to be a Sealens Grove first down as he takes it just short of the 45-yard line. They're going to move the chains. And, Dave, we're going to celebrate that as we watch those chains move for the Sealens Grove offense. I'll celebrate. There's our first down, right? Now we've got to go beyond this, right? We've got to get to this. Take up the momentum here. That was a huge run by the fullback to take it 11 yards in big room. I believe that was a trap, and they Ahmed just ran out, or excuse me, uh, uh, Ahmed just ran out well. He's going to get the call again. Jumps over a defender. He's got five, ten, and he's going to get another 11 yards, take it into Chickalemi territory, close to the 45-yard line. And, Dave, don't overthink it. Keep going to this until they stop it. That, that's exactly what I would do. Uh, we're getting good push up front. On, we're, actually, what happened the last two plays, we ran right up the gut, got good push. It looks like the offensive line is... At least for a couple plays in a row there, it's taken over the line of scrimmage. Just keep blocking straight around and let your fullback take the call. You're going to give it to the deep man, Hoover, trying to bounce it to the outside, and he's going to be slammed awkwardly to the ground, and there's going to be a penalty on the play as that was Simcoe that came in and made the stop along with Gage. And now there's conversation about the penalty, the loss on the play, and while they're chit-chatting about that, I want to remind you, Mark Stevens will help you through the workday, finishing off the 107-minute superset and starting each hour with a seven-song superset. It's all on your favorite classic rock throughout the workday on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. They called the Seals for another hold, and the man who threw the flag was about half a mile away from it. But he, he called a hold on the line of scrimmage from way back in the defensive backfield. Don't the referees have, like, a discipline where yes, they're they supposed to be looking? And yes, so they how do. would he see that all well, the way down there? He's watching the outside, and I think they considered that an outside play. I okay. don't know why. But okay. So he, he did have jurisdiction there, although it, it's, it was a long way off. So it's a penalty, and it's a spot foul, driving the ball back inside the Brave territory. As Bastion drops back, almost picked off. He was looking for Brett Four, almost picked off and falls incomplete. So it's going to set up a second down and 24 
the Seals Grove Seals. 6.42 to go in the opening half. No score between the Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. The Seals have scored 17 points in the second quarter all season long, while the Braves have scored seven. So it's been a tough first half of both teams to get points on the board. Seals Grove averaging 11 points. The Braves averaging just 10, but no score at this point. Second down and long. Give it to Ryan Alm. It's been the best play all season. He's getting bent back awkwardly coming through, and he's going to pick up maybe a yard, and that's going to be it. Sipko in involved in the stop there. So we're at third and 20 for the Seals at our own 44-yard line. Now the biggest plays of the night for Seals Grove has been the fullback fullback play. Yep. But when it's forced into a third down, they're calling it 18. You're going to be asking for a pass here from Bastion. Bastion comes in tonight with only 310 yards through the air. But see if you get a big play here. He's looking. Plenty of time. Looking over the middle. Overthrows intended receiver. Intercepted by Fitzgerald. Into Seals Grove territory and slammed to the turf. These are the things that haunt you in a game like this. You can't have turnovers ever. Uh, you you will leave an inferior team into the game with you with you if you have turnovers. What's that for us? Two now. Two turnovers had the fumble and now the interception against the Seals Grove Seals and the Fogarty fumble. You got to count that in too. I guess you do. Yep. I don't really count that one. But. So to Shikalimi Braves again, a great field position following the interception by Fitzgerald. T- takes the ball back to the Seals Grove 46-yard line. First down and 10 for the Shikalimi Braves. 5.52 to go in the first half. No score as the Braves pop out of the huddle. Going to send Davis Marshall split to the left. Wing back, double wing back set this time for Balestrini as he goes under center. Sends a man in motion. Being chased by Brandon Heil. Gets away from Brandon Heil. Now being chased by Metzger and also by Jack Hahn. And he'll go down. A loss on the play. Tackle for loss. As it's going to be back into Brave territory at the 49-yard line. Good-looking play. Shick, let me try to run a, a simple little flare. They had a, a single back in the a, in a backfield with a quarterback. The back ran laterally to the right. And uh, our, our backers, we had an outside backer go and an inside backer go. They both got to the quarterback before he could deliver that ball. A great job by our defense. So big loss on the play. It's going to be a second down and 14 with 5-10 to go in the opening half. We're going to have a timeout here. Personnel issues for the Shikalimi Braves. Late guys getting onto the field. And, you know, you... you you, you try to break this thing down, Dave, and it's uh, it, it's unfortunate. There's mistakes. And when your big positive play has been two fullback runs straight up the middle, but then you get a penalty involved and it's a spot foul, it takes you back into a second down and 20. All of a sudden that takes away from the opportunity to run the fullback up the middle, especially when it's third down and 18. And, yes, that makes things tough. It does. That situation just didn't, didn't work out for us at all there. That, that's, that, that's a shame. 
you know, but we have had some a little success running on the outside. Uh, I like Coach Ferrero's plan to try to spread things out side to side and, and run the stretches and tosses and stuff like that. Plus, I think we have good speed to the outside. We just, uh, we just, I, I think we had the penalties when we ran those outside plays, and I think that if we can just clean that up, I think and, and go back to that stuff, I think it's going to be there for us those outside runs. But so if we can mix the outside up with with uh, with Ahmed up the middle and and maybe try to complete a couple of passes, we get something going here. So trying to put back-to-back positive plays together. Yeah. So following the timeout, the Braves come out sending trips to the right. 5-10 to go in the first half. No score. Here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Balestrini takes a snap, gets the pressure, going to throw it deep down the right side. Looking for Davis Marshall, falls incomplete. Two receivers in there, and Fitzgerald gets up chit-chat and kind of explain why there shouldn't have been two guys in the same area. Have a good conversation with Davis Marshall. Like his leadership there, but is well defended by the Seals. Falls incomplete, and it's going to be a third down and 14. Yeah, the Shikalumi guys are well coached. They knew that they weren't all, they weren't all supposed to be in that spot, that's for sure. They knew that, and I'm sure that Coach uh, Kaiser is going to tell them about it. But on the other hand, our, our coverage was outstanding there. We had a cornerback, an outside backer, and a free safety all where that ball was thrown. There was no chance that was going to be completed. It starts with Brett Four, who dogged the receiver all the way down the field. Teague Hoover came over top from the middle at, at uh, safety. And we had Scotty um, Kissinger, who, who was with that receiver, too, as an outside backer. Now some confusion here. A lot of movement going on. And there's going to be another t- timeout taken by the Shikalimi Braves. Give you a chance of how these teams got to this point. First for the Shikalimi Braves. They start out with a loss at Central Mountain, 33-6. And then they had to take the daunting task of taking on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They lost that one 53-0 here at home before getting the first win of the season when they were at Milton. They won that one 14-0. And then they fell to the Shemokin Indians in a game. They led 13-0, but Shemokin would come away with a win, 41-20. After tonight, the Shikalimi Braves will take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and then they'll have home games against Milton and Loyal Sock. Their opponents on the season, 12 and 8. Their losing margin, 25.1 on the season for the 1 and 3 Shikalimi Braves. For the Seals Grove Seals, they beat the Milton Black Panthers to start the season, 42-6. Then they lost to Central Mountain at Central Mountain, 7-3. Shut out by Shimokin at home, 16-0, before falling a week ago to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 33-0. Following the timeout, third down play here, third down and 14 for the Shikalimi Braves. Balistrini in his shotgun with wide receivers to each side. Simcoe goes in motion. Balistrini looking to the right under heavy pressure. Trying to get away from two defenders. Going to get rid of it. And able to make the connection. Be chased by Vance Metzger and by Aaron Rothamal coming off the edge there. And forces Balistrini out of the pocket. A throwaway. And it's going to be a punting situation for the Braves. Say what, Vance Metzger can move for a big guy. That was a that was impressive yeah. pass rush. He was up in the air trying to bat the ball down. Good job by Vance and good coverage again by uh, the same the same group over here. It was it was uh, uh, Hoover over here and Scotty Kissinger and and uh, Brett Ford. Great job by those guys again. Forcing a punting situation by Gittens. Dropping back, Brett Ford and Teague Hoover standing outside their own 15-yard line, waiting for his punt. This is a good punt. It's going to send Brett Ford back to the 15. Makes one man miss, trying to get up the right sideline. He's got a wall. He's at the 30, 35, in the brave territory. Down the right sideline, 30, 
20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Silas Grove Seals. Yes, we got a touchdown. Good job by Brett Fork. I'll tell you what, that punt return was there. We saw it earlier, and up the right side, man, it was well blocked. And Brett Fork, he uh, he uh, he ignited the jet packs there, man, because he looked fast. Good job by Brett Fork. And how patient he was to make that first guy miss as he was able to get the ball just patiently waited for that first block and boy when he got to the sidelines he was able to pick up some speed and take it down the right sideline for the sealers grow seals and they get the first touchdown since week one against the milton black panthers as kyle rule will walk out to kick the extra point here come on guys let's get this extra point this is huge looking for the good stats a good snap good hold the extra point is up and it is good so the sealers grow seals Get on the board first with 4.38 to go here in the first half on a Brett Four 86-yard punt return. Dave talked about it all season long, that that special teams, that return has just been a block or so away. And, boy, Seals Grove put that one together. Let Brett Four get out in the open, untouched, 86 yards for the touchdown for the Seals. You know what the key was to that uh, that punt return is we – Shikolimi's punter had a good punt, and Brett caught it deep enough that he could use his blockers. That was a great job. And you're right, Brett returned that like a veteran. That, that was a very, very mature run. He showed patience. He used his blockers. That was awesome. And the best part about it, outside of the touchdown, and the fact that there were no flags. No flags, which is a, a, an unbelievably refreshing change. I tell you, I was not ready to call it a, a touchdown until I, I scanned no. the field to make sure there wasn't a Laundry sitting on the field, and when there was it, boy, I, I felt a, a pump of adrenaline go through my body. I'm telling you, it was, it's, I, I feel giddy. This is amazing. It's good. It feels good. And it feels good in a way that the young men who you know have been working so hard in all facets to see a touchdown get on the board and take this lead with three or 438 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing over. The Chickalimi Braves on a Brett Four 86-yard punt return, blocked beautifully, patiently run by Brett Four. Very disciplined, no penalties, and allows Seals Grove to get on the board. Kyle Rule will attempt the ball and kick it away. Staying away from the return man gauge as he gets it at the 10. He's got it at the 20. He tiptoes to the 30. Still going to the 35. Is he going to take it out close to the 40-yard line? So good field position by the Braves as they're going to try to answer the punt return by the Seals Grove Seals. Again, leading 7-0 with 4.31 to go. So that's a candidate, Brett Ford's 86-yard punt return. Right now, a candidate and probably the top candidate, the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. I agree. Okay, well, that was a heck of a return by Shikolimi's return. Gage, what a heck of a return by him. He took the ball out to the 40-yard uh, line, but I'll tell you, oh, he worked for it to get it out to the 40. He stumbled and rumbled and finally got to the 40, set up good field position for the Brave. Down 7 nothing, late in the first half. Handoff is going to go to McCormick. He's hit by Spencer George, finished off by a host of defenders who get maybe one, two on the carry that time. Tough carry for two yards that time for McCormick. So it's going to be a second down and eight for the Braves, trailing 7 nothing with 4-13 to go in the opening half. Good job by Spencer on that, or uh, Spencer George on that play. He, he just engulfed that running back. He 
He took on the, the offensive tackle, shed him, and made a beautiful tackle for two-yard gain. Good job. Kyle Rule now 7-for-7 seven seven in PATs on the season for the Seals Grow Seals as he was able to kick the extra point to give the Seals a 7 nothing lead. Balestrini under center, turned, rolling to his right, under heavy pressure to Ohio, gets away from him, able to find Davis Marshall to catch at midfield, and that'll be enough for a Braves first down as the move to change and put the ball at the Seals Grove 49-yard line. That's a shame that that was even a completed pass because we brought a backer there. I believe it was Heil. And now Heil, he's got he's to break down and come a little bit under control before he whiffs on that quarterback next time. He's, he's done a great job. But uh, he, he kind of overran the quarterback that time. He's got to come under control and make a solid tackle. We're in a cover two now here. But the two safety look, as you called it. And this is a zone under. So. A lot of movement up there. Two wide receivers on the left look like they jump, but the officials will have to chit-chat about this. In the last six games against the Chickalooney Braves, Seals Grove at 37-6 win a year ago, put up 319 total yards. They won in a 35 nothing game where they had 19 first downs for the Seals Grove Seals a year ago. In 2018, they won 34 nothing. Con had 175 yards in that game in the 34 nothing win. They lost in the regular season 28-26 as Logan Livey ran for 112 yards in that 2017 matchup against the Braves. Penalty against the Braves, first down and 15. Balestrini drops back and to throw a screen but it hits his receiver in the toe and falls incomplete. It was intended for Simco, but it will be a second down and 15 for the Braves. Well, I'll tell you what, he was just he was pressured so quickly by Spencer George and, and Aaron Rothermel there that he couldn't even get a good ball off in that screen pass. Great job by the Seals. The, the Shikalemi Braves struggling with just 39 first downs on the season. It's under 10, and that includes 16 against Milton and 11 against Central Mountain. So they've been shut down in their other two games, so averaging less than 10 first downs. And trying to get another first down here is going to be difficult against the Seals defense. Second down and 15. Balestrini gets a high snap. Looking, looking, looking. Going to get rid of it over the middle. It's got a man there. Makes a catch. So the official's going to say it's incomplete. No call yet. Seals Grove saying it was incomplete, but they're going to call it a completed pass at the 41-yard line. Making that reception that time was Luke Snyder, number 23 for the Braves, short of a first down at the 41-yard line in Seals Grove territory. And this is a big down, third and about uh, a long two, maybe about two, but third and two. It's going to be, this is a big down right now. Ball's on the Seals 41-yard line. 2.35 to go in the opening half. Seals Grove leading 7-0. Fitzgerald goes in motion. Balestrini is going to keep it. Runs between the hash, runs into Teague Hoover, and also Ryan Ahmed still drag a defender to the 40-yard line. It'll be a short of a first down at the 40-yard. Nope, they're going to give enough for a first down. Man, we've got to work on our tackle a little bit. We've got to wrap the arms. Too many of these backs are breaking tackles right now. As Balestrini was able to pick up that first down, not a direct science there. They gave him enough for a first down at the Seals Grove 39-yard line. Balestrini under pressure from George. Roll it to the right. Get rid of it. Overthrows his intended receiver, Marshall, as Spencer George once again had gotten into the backfield along with Rob the Mall. Falls incomplete. Second down and 10 for the Braves. 205, make it 206 to go in the opening half. Stick around at halftime, score and recap of this one, updated stats, check some scores on other games going on around the valley. We'll give our 
analysis of that first half. We'll have our spotlight player of a Seals Grow Seals in years gone by as we get ready for the second half. Third, second down and ten. Trips to the right for the Braves. That's where Balestrini is. Now he's going to throw a shuffle pass to Fitzgerald. And Ryan Almond on top of that as he's able to stop him right at the, where this possession started to make it a third down and 10 from the 39-yard line for the Braves. Ryan Almond saw that, uh, that, that, that flanker come back inside. Actually, with a wing, come back inside for that pass, that uh, that shovel pass, and boy, he just met it, man. He he got there in a hurry, and it ended fast. And he's able to get to Fitzgerald, who's not a small guy. You're talking six foot, 170 pounds, and boy, he got to him quick. It ended, and it was over. Deuces, two wide receivers each side. Third down and ten. Got some movement. Balistrini dropped it back under heavy pressure by Ryan Almond. He's going to throw it to nobody, and there's going to be a flag on the play. Ryan Almond is a man amongst boys on this defensive play by the Seals. Seals. He, he is a master at hiding and sneaking um, blitzes. Boy, I'll tell you what, he came clean there again. Really put a nice lick on the quarterback. He got to him, and uh, one thing we said about Jack Gogger in years gone by, when he got to the ball, play was over. Yeah, Jack Gogger lived in the weight room. And Ryan Almond? He lives in the weight room. He gets to the ball. Yeah, he gets to the ball. He's right. Mostly the 99% of the time, the play is over. And it happened on that one as he got the Balestrini. There you go. But it's an intentional grounding as well. So it's going to drive the ball back to the 40-yard line on this fourth down play and forever. As now Gittins will drop back to punt this one away. Brett Ford and Teague Hoover. The last time Brett Ford touched it, he took it 86 yards for a punt return touchdown for the Seals. Come on, punt it long. Punt it's a low snap. Bounces off the turf, and it's blocked. And it's going to sail out of bounds. Nope, they're going to say it was not blocked, but it was a shank. It went off to the side. They're going to call it a roughing the punter against the Sealings Grove Seals. Well, I, I tell you what, that wasn't much of a roughing. And did he get to the ball? I mean, the ball went I, off the side. It, it, if he touched that ball, th- there is no roughing after that. But So they're going to talk about this one. And, again, stick around at halftime, scoring recap, updated stats. Analysis of that first half, and they're going to call it roughing the punter. So it's I believe official. That be an automatic first down. As they will continue to chit-chat about here, and the coaching staff for Seals Grove on the far side, not happy with the call there. They're going to walk this one off. It still will be. Tell you what, they're, and they're going to give it an automatic first down as they're going to walk the ball to the Seals Grove 44-yard line. Unreal. There are a lot of flies coming out against Seals Grove tonight. That one is just not necessary. Even to, to put it in the officials' hands there, that's tough. That is tough. You're going to get great field position. Yeah. You had the momentum. Now yeah. you give it back to the Braves. With a minute and 14 left in the half. First down and 10 for the Braves, following the penalty against the Seals Grove Seals for, for running into the punter. Balistrini drops back under heavy pressure, nothing. Brandon Heil comes off the edge and gets to Balistrini, takes him down for the big loss. Good blitz by Brandon Heil. Excellent job. Good speed coming in there. My goodness, he gets there in a hurry. I'm out, Seals Grove. In any level I watch, when you talk about forward momentum as we're Going to a timeout here taken by the Seals Grove Seals with a minute and five. But the forward momentum that they give you sometimes is amazing. As Balestrini looked like he was at the 45-yard line at first touch. 
and Heil took him down, but they'll mark it at the 47-yard line. So either way, it's a great defensive play by the Seals, and it's going to be a second down and long following this, penalty, or following this timeout taken by the Seals, who are hoping to get this thing back with an opportunity to get a punt return, which has been their best offense of the night, leading to the only touchdown on the night, or at least give it back to the offense for a couple plays. I think the Seals should just let the kid punt it. Why block it when you have a returner that can get back there and just return it just about any time he wants to? And spend the best offense of the night and uh, yeah. get it in his hands and see if we can't do it again. That's right. Second down play here for the Braves following the Seals Grove timeout. 105 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove leading 7-0 on a Brett 4 86-yard punt return. Balestrini is going to go into shotgun formation with two wide receivers split to the right. Now they're going to go with the trips to the right, one wide receiver to the left. Nate Almond will be defending Fitzgerald on the right side of the Seals defense. That's where Balestrini's looking. Now he's looking to the right, and he's going to throw it deep down for Giddens as Brandon Heil comes over and tries to make the interception. Falls incomplete. That was, uh, that was so well covered. Uh, there was no way that was going to be a completed ball. Hoover came from free safety, did a great job. Brett Ford didn't let the kid get come free at all off the line of scrimmage. That was great. I want to shout out to Miss O'Brien's class. And uh, going to be listening here tonight at the Shikalimi and Seals Grove team. So hello to all the students in Miss O'Brien's class. And hey, I'm going to give you a code word to let me know that you were listening. When you go in on Tuesday, say Miss O'Brien and give her the code word chocolate. If you go into the classroom and you say, Miss O'Brien, I was listening, she's going to say, you got to give me the code word, and if you can say chocolate, she'll know you were listening. 58 seconds to go here in the first half. Another timeout be taken by the Shikalemi Braves. Seals Grove leading 7-0 with 58 seconds to go. Well, another thing we talk about all the time, Dave, is just flow to a game. As a coach... Over the years, man, I mean, you start getting in a rhythm not only as a football player, and you know that better than anybody, but also as a coach. You find that rhythm, all the stuff you talked about, you want to be in a position where you can get into a nice flow, get a flow of the game, and, boy, when you don't have that, that makes it difficult for everybody out there trying to make things happen. No, and one of the things that, that break up the flow in a game, well, for, well number one is, is turnovers, all right, sudden change. Number two is is penalties, and so far we've, we've had too many of both those. And like we said, the, the the flow that we were seeing was the Ryan Allman handoffs, two 11-yard runs. Now, this is a offense that's not had positive plays uh, often enough, but you get two 11-yard runs, you feel momentum, you figure Coach Ferraro's like, all right, now I know what we can do here, let's go, and then you have that costly penalty. There have been there have been signs of, of, of the, the offense being productive tonight. You're, you're absolutely correct. And it's just been it's been stifled by those penalties and the turnovers. So we'll, we'll see what happens here, but I think there's success yet to come here. Balestrini, low snap. It's on the turf. He finally picks it up under heavy pressure. Throws a high ball into the secondary, and it's going to be intercepted. Is that Brett Ford going up and making the interception? He does. Yep. He makes the interception at the 20-yard line as Balestrini got heavy pressure, was forced to let it go into a crowd, and Brett Ford comes up with the interception, giving the ball back to the Seals Grove offense. 50 seconds to go here in the first half. They'll have it first down at 10, leading 7 nothing. Are the Seals Grove Seals? Brett Ford did a nice shot there. He looked like a, he looked like a right fielder, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He was judging that ball. The, the quarterback Balstrini threw a real high floater. Great job by Brett. So Seals to the ball. Seals Grove get an interception there and make it their fourth interception on the season. 
They go with the power eye. Look here. Pitch is going to go to Brandon Heil. Off the right side. Gets a beautiful block by Ryan on it. And he's going to get to the 29-yard line. So pick up nine on that. They're going to get quickly up to the line of scrimmage here. Clock running with 35 seconds to go. Second down and one. Now we're going to get, they're going to call it a first down. Okay. We'll take it. I'll take it. The inexact science comes up again. We'll take that inexact science. <laughs> when it works for us. Could have swore he fell down at the 29-yard line. but yeah, we'll take it. He's got a lot of hair. Maybe they extended it because they saw the hair flow. Yeah, they were up. Yeah, they were standing on end. <laughs> so that's a good run. 10-yard gain. Now they got to put time back on the clock because it was at 35 seconds when he picked up that first down. And that was that outside toss, which really is ending up going inside because Shikalumi's outside backers are turning it in. But with the fullback and a, and a power back in front of the tailback, we're getting good yards on that. I mean, that that that's the play I thought showed a lot of potential earlier in the game, and I, I think it's still there. There still is a lot of potential with that play. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing. 38 seconds to go here in the first half. They stay with the power eye, look to the left. Bastion under center, pitch it to Heil. Cuts under defender, runs over a guy at the 33-yard line, takes it to the 35-yard line. Clock will continue to run with 25 seconds to go. You know, I would I would just make it make it a habit, a diet of, of toss right, toss left down the field if I were them. This is a good look. Although, you know, I, I think that part of the reason is there are only 13 seconds left and they're only in their territory, but but uh, I like this play. They're going to do it again this time to the right. Brandon Heil. Hit at the line of scrimmage, and he goes down there. And that will be the final play of the first half. As the Seals Grove Seals put the only points on the board in that first half, and it came on an 86-yard punt return by Brett Four, And that's where we stand. Seals Grove leading 7-0 over the Sikalimi Brews. Uh, both teams will make their way to the side, to the uh, locker room. Yep, as we get ready for halftime. Stick around. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. And you go on at 7.com. Sealands Grove Ford is your certified pre-owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%. A full tank of gas and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at SealandsGroveFord.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the Bridge. In Sealands Grove. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. At the Shawley Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shawley Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Shawley Insurance Agency. We're here to help. Visit us at shawleyagency.com. Marzoni's Brick Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip in Seals Grove offers outdoor or indoor dining with great atmosphere. Serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice-cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or group, 
Ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip in Seals Grove or online at marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer, good times. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person, and as always, go Seals. Did you ever notice, football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Sickalimi Stadium. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess and Zach Showers bringing you the Seals Grove Seals and the Sickalimi Braves as Seals Grove leading 7 nothing at the end of the first half. Score recap. Not much to talk about, but the one thing we do have to talk about in an explosive special teams play by the Seals Grove Seals a Seals Grove senior Brett Four return man caught the ball at the 14-yard line, was able to turn it the other way and take it the entire way up the right sideline for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals as he was able to take it 86 yards for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. That came with 438 to go in the second quarter. After a scoreless first quarter, again, Seals Grove able to get on the board on an 86-yard punt return by Brett Four. One thing we talked about in that, Brett Four showed a lot of patience. He was able to wait for the first block, and then he was able to follow the wall up the right sideline, again, to get the lone score of the night. Seals Grove leading the Shikalimbi Braves 7-0 here from Shikalimbi Stadium. Take a look at other scores going on around the valley here on as a part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard and also to go along with this score here from Shikalimi Stadium, Montoursville leads Lewisburg at halftime 35 to nothing. Shimokin was down on Central Mountain, but come back and have taken the lead. They lead Central Mountain 12 to 7. Southern all over Hughesville at halftime, 50 to nothing. Muncie leading Northwest, 14 to 7. That one is also at halftime. In the second quarter, Bloomsburg leading Loyal Sock, 13 to 6. And then Central or Central Columbia trailing Danville, 3 nothing. That one is also at halftime. And also Mifflinburg and Midwest all knotted up at 21-21. Those were some updated scores of other games going on around the Valley to go along with our game here at halftime at Shikalimi Stadium with the Seals Grove Seals leading the leading the Shikalimi Braves 7-0 again on an 86-yard punt return by senior return man Brett Four. Dave is the first half. Didn't have, a, as I was saying there, not a lot of action, unfortunately. Some of the action that we saw wasn't uh, the kind of offense any coach wants to see. But 
He got the one explosive play, and it's gone to the benefit of the Seals Grove Seals and was done beautifully by Brett Four and this return team for the Seals Grove Seals. In a game like this, that I thought maybe the winning team wouldn't have 10 points on the board by the end. A huge touchdown return by Brett Four. A big difference in the game here, obviously. Well, so far you're right about that 10 points thing, but on the other hand, I'd like to see Seals Grove maybe quadruple what it's got now at least. I, I, Seals Grove is, is on the verge of doing a lot of things well offensively. I, it just They're just not getting the breaks right now. It seems like every positive play is met by a a penalty or a turnover or something, but I like I like the outside run game. I'm being a little redundant here because I said that before. I think it's there. I think we just started seeing um, some of the effects uh, at the end of the first half there. Um, I, I like the inside run game, um, and I think we've got to continue to develop that pass game. It's just not quite where it needs to be yet. But I think that we have seen some improvement in the pass protection, especially early. And uh, you know, I, I think that uh, I think the seals are coming along. I, I, I think a win tonight will be a huge thing for them. Uh, if we can hang on and get this one tonight, that, that'll put a whole lot of a whole lot of enthusiasm back in this program and, and get them ready for next week. I don't even know who we're playing next week. I don't even care. But we got to get this one tonight. We'll return home. Speaking of that, return home as Seals Grove will look to avenge a 7-3 loss to the Central Mountain Wildcats from the second week of the season. So Seals Grove will host Central Mountain. Of course, all the action will be heard here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, starting at 6 o'clock with Seals game day, followed by the conversation with Dave Hess as he catches up with head man Derek Hicks. And then the Seals Grove Seals will kick things off at home, Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field at 7 o'clock, all on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. We're at halftime, Seals Grove leading 7-0 on an 86-yard punt return by Brett Four. As the Chickalemi Braves marching band entertaining the crowd here on a beautiful October evening at Chickalemi Stadium. We're going to step aside, come back, we'll get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and also check in on our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. In store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never before seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals the other guys won't. There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows. She's you. Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food. Plus ice cold drinks, including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on 
holding that beautiful new baby. Great job. Happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care. Trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Telefloris Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers. 901 North Market Street in Seawans Grove. Eagle 107. Back here at Shigalimi Stadium, Pat O'Brien, Dave has Zach Showers. As Seals Grove leading at halftime, 7-0 on an 86-yard punt return by senior return man, Brett Four. And that's the difference here. And talk about candidates for the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. So, of course, top candidate would be Brett Four's 86-yard punt return for a touchdown. The difference in the, tonight's game. But, Dave, the other one that you have to give some uh, some consideration for, Seals Grove fumbled the ball at their own 16-yard line. The Schicklemi Braves took over at their own 16. The defense came up with a big play, four-yard loss. They were able to stop and dodge that bullet. That's also going to give credit and a candidate for the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That's huge, yeah, because that was a huge uh, turn, or uh, excuse me, a huge um, momentum swing for them. And boy, our, our kids just stepped up and played a great, did a great job on defense. Taking a look at the Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's the Midwest Mustangs hosting the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Seals Grove scheduled to play the Mifflinburg Wildcats in week eight. Right now, the last we checked, 21-21 between those two teams. Again, Midwest hosting the Mifflinburg Wildcats. They were dotted up at last count, 21-21. That's our Blaze Alexander for a tough game of the week where it's worth the drive to route 45. Take a look at the stats given to me by our stat man, Zach Showers. Again, Seals Grove leading halftime, 7 nothing. First down totals, three for Seals Grove, four for Shikalimi. In the rushing department, Seals Grove 50 yards and Shikalimi 65. In the passing game, Seals Grove just three yards passing, Shikalimi 43. So total yards, the uh, Chicklin Braves have doubled up the Seals Grove Seals 108 to just 53 for the Seals Grove Seals. In the penalty department, both teams with four penalties in that first half. And it's been turnovers in that first half, big part of what's happened here in the 7 nothing lead for Seals Grove. As Seals Grove has two fumbles and an interception, and the Shikalimi Braves, one interception and one fumble. Again, the big play here tonight so far, the 86-yard punt return by Brett Ford, and that's the difference in the game. 7 nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Look at individual numbers. First four, Shikalimi quarterback Drew Balestrini, 7 for 17, 43 yards and an interception. Simcoe has three catches, 13 yards. Snyder, one catch. Marshall, a catch. And Schaefer Knights, a catch as well for the Shikalimi Braves. In the rushing department, Balestrini, 12 carries, 57 yards, and a fumble. 45 of those came on one play for Balestrini. Simcoe, three carries for six yards. McCormick, two carries for two yards. Looking at Seals Grove in the rushing department, Ryan Allman, three carries, 22 yards. Brett Heil, three carries, 18 yards. Bastion has carried the ball four times, 10 yards, and he's put the ball on the turf once. Hoover, three carries, no yards. In the passing department, Bastion, two for five for three yards, an interception. The lone uh, Brett Four has one catch for three yards for the Sealands Grove Seals in that first half. Again, we're at halftime. 7 nothing lead for the Sealands Grove Seals. 
as Seals Grove will get the second half kickoff as well. No, they'll have to kick it away to the Chickalemi Braves, so they'll have to go on defense first. Seals Grove looking to muster up some offense in the second half. They did a little bit late in that first half when they went through that power eye look. Also, Ryan Allman has the two big carries of the game, two 11-yard carries. And then when they went to that power eye and they gave it to the fullback, see if we'll see more of that. When we come back, we'll talk about that stop for the Seals Grove Seals when they gave up the ball to the Braves at the 16-yard line. were able to stop, and the Braves were coming away with any points. It's a 7 nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Let's take a break. Come back. Get ready for the second half. The Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Track Henny Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track Henny Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Track Henny Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. At T. Ross Brothers Construction, they're proud to be a member of the communities in which they live and build. They've been serving our valley for over 50 years, and their reputation earned them the honor of building many of the area's residences, businesses, and community and religious facilities. Whether you want to build, expand, or remodel, T. Ross Brothers Construction is committed to providing you with the very best in design, quality, and value. Visit them at trossbrothers.com, and you'll learn why they say, We're building for the future. Hello, we're the Sub Six, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind we are Eagle 107. Back here at Chickalimmy Stadium at halftime. Get ready to start the second half and talk about Seals Grove on the defensive side. They were able to stop Chick on fourth down three times in that first half. Fourth and one from the seven. Fourth and two from the 35. And fourth and two from the 35 again. That's what the defense has continued to do over the years. Keep the Seals Grove team in these games as Seals Grove offense continues to develop right in front of our eyes. We'll take one more break. Come back. Get ready for the second half kickoff. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for the locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. 
It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. Taking the deals the other guys want. Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sporting event that used to sound like this now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. And this month, the blizzard of the month is Mocha Fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch. Salem's Grove High School football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Roots 1115 on the strip. Salem's Grove. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Shikalimi Stadium. 7 nothing lead for the Seals as we are at halftime. Get ready to start the second half. This spot, week's spotlight falls on Justin Lauver. Justin Lauver is the type of player who left you on the edge of your seat every time he touched the ball, and he may have done this as well as any Seals Grove Seal in football history. Bursting onto the scene as a sophomore fullback, Justin rushed for under 1,000 yards, setting himself up for phenomenal junior and senior year where he rushed for close to 1,500 yards in each season. Number 44 was a unique combination of being able to plow over defenders, outrace them to the end zone, scoring 62 touchdowns, tops in Seals Grove history. It was not only the category in which Lauber would leave his record, 374 points, 3,940 yards rushing, continue to be best in Seals Grove history. As we're starting the second half, that week, this week's spotlight was on Justin Lauber. There's a ball, hits a turf, picked up by Nate Allman, going back the other way. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. As the return man went straight over the right side and ran into a wall of defenders, there was a collision. The ball hit the turf. Ryan Almond scoops it up and able to take it in for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Ryan Almond did a great job on that play. He, he saw the ball come out. I think he actually had to come back for it. I could be wrong, but I thought he actually had to come back away from the, the goal line with it to get it. So now, is it a touchdown? There's some conversation going on out there as they spot the ball. Trying to get an explanation here. So I'm not sure what the call you're going to help me out on this one. It is Seals Grove ball. I, they had evidently said it was down that, that he was down there. He might have touched the knee when he picked it up. I don't know. The marking it is it at the 10 yard line? I think it's right on the 16 Say, yard line. It looks like it is about this. Yeah, it's about the 16-yard line. So. so since the return, man, never had full possession of the ball, 
That's what I I wasn't able to see that that uh, he. Yeah. But Zach sounded that he did not have full possession, so it is a muff. And as Zach said, you can't return that, so it's a right. down as soon as the Seals Grow Seals Nate Almond picked it up. First down and ten. Quick pitch is going to go to Brandon Heil off the right side, trying to get all the way around the edge, and he's going to be slammed to the turf by Davis Marshall. Trying to stretch it out wide that time was Teague Hoover, not able to. Good play defensively by Davis Marshall. And with the collision over there, bit the down or the uh, chain stick all up, and now they're trying to fix it over there. So it took the the majority of the blow. It did. It did. (laughs) It's bent. So second down and 10, following the play, the run by Hoover. He's going to get it again. This time he's going to the left. Dragon defenders, bounces off the guy. He's going to give it to Ryan Almond. They're going to say his forward momentum was stopped. As Teague Hoover actually handed off to Ryan Almond to see if he could take it after Teague Hoover was corralled by four or five guys. But they're going to say his forward momentum was stopped after about a three-yard pickup. So it's going to be a third down and seven for the Seals. I like the idea. You know, I, I think that as a coach, you don't want that to happen. But I like the idea of trying to try to get extra yards. But uh, a little dangerous handing the ball around to everybody, though. <clears throat> that you know what they're doing now, though, is they're they're still running to the outside and they're putting the lead blocker out in front of them, except that they're they're lining him up on the outside. Almost lined up at wing right now, or actually slot motioning. So it's going to go to Bastion, rolling to his right, looking, looking. Doesn't have anybody back in the end zone. He can't see Rothamall back there, but he is able to pick up a first down after he was able to get about eight yards on the carry. Now we're going to have a late flag thrown in, and it sounded like or looked like it's going to be a dead ball foul. Let's see is. who it's going to be chirping between both teams. Yeah, it was uh, it was some talk, and it was on us. So Bastion did pick up the first down, so if it's a dead ball penalty, it will still be... A first down for Seals Grove, but now they're going to have to walk off the penalty. So instead of being inside the 10, we'll see where the officials end up walking it off to, following the penalty against the Seals Grove Seals. So again, it will be a first down following the run by Bastion. But unfortunately for the Seals, they're going to drive them back, back outside of their 15, all the way to the 20-yard line. So it'll be a first down there for the Seals Grove Seals. Leading 7-0, just start the second half. Seals Grove got the ball after a muff on the opening kickoff of the second half. Got good field position. But following that penalty, it's going to walk it out to the 20-yard line. First down and 10, following the run by Bastion for the Seals Grove Seals. First and 10 from the Braves' 20-yard line. 10.49 to go here in the third quarter. Brett Force splits to the left. Bastion going to turn, give it to Hoover. He blasts into the into the line. He's going to be tackled after a short pickup that time. Not much going on that left side. Like Schaefer Knight's on the stop for the Braves. We'll call it pickup of two. Second down and eight for the Seals. Bastion gets the call from the sidelines and makes his way to the huddle. I like the power eye look they had late in that first half. I like the fullback runs by Nate Almond. See if they go to that on the second down and eight plays. They line up and they eye formation with wide receivers to each side. Bastion under center. Takes a snap. He's going to give it to Almond. 
Palmer gets away from the defender. Still dragging defender to the five. Goal line. Touchdown, Sealers Grove Seals. That was a great set of plays that uh, Coach Ferrero just called. He called a bunch of tosses to the outside. And, and then he came back with a belly, which is some is a play that looks exactly like a toss. You pretend you're tossing tailback, but then you pull it in, you hand it to the fullback, and he goes up the middle. And that's exactly what we ran, and that was a great-looking play. Everybody, all the linebackers for Schick were looking outside to the toss, and we gave it to the fullback inside. Excellent call by Coach Ferrero. And Kyle Rule jogs out, look to kick the extra point here off the Brett four hole. Good snap, kick is up, plenty of distance. Did it sail through, and it's good. So the Sealers grow seals, take advantage of the muff on the opening kickoff of the second half and able to take it down and get the touchdown. Ryan Allman touchdown with 10.01 to go here in the third quarter. Extra point good by Kyle Rule and pushes the lead out to 14-0 here in the third period for the Seals Grove Seals. And, and we say it, if you're struggling on offense, you got to take advantage of opportunities. Boy, you get the 86-yard punt return on a beautiful run back by Brett Four, and then you get the muff punt to start the second half. you got to take advantage of that short field. And Seals Grove overcame a penalty and took it on a Ryan Almond touchdown run of 18 yards. Yeah, a lot of momentum for Seals Grove right now. we just got to keep, keep building on this. That was a great start for the second half. It's a five-play drive covering those 16 yards. Took a minute and 51 seconds. Ryan Almit completed it with an 18-yard touchdown run. That's after Nate Almit picked up the muff by the Braves. So we'll call it the, the Almit to Almit touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. That's the Seals Grove forward at drive summary. So Carl Rule will now kick this one away. Back deep for the Chickalamie Braves is Snyder. Also back there is that Fitzgerald, number 36, trying to see the number on the other return man. But either way, two guys back, standing at about their 11-yard line, waiting for this Kyle Rule kickoff here as Seals Grove just put more points on the board to extend their lead to 14 to nothing. Ball's going to roll, taken by the return man on the right side. That's Schaefer Knights. He's got some room, and he lost the ball. Nope, he's still going. Looked like he lost the ball there. It was a scramble, but he brings it out beyond the 30-yard line, close to the 35-yard line. Chickalimia will take over there, first down and 10, as they find themselves trailing 14-0 to the Seals. We're still early in the third quarter. There's a whole lot of football to play yet, and it's 14-0. we got to build on this thing, guys. Let's get this ball back here. Again, that's a five-play drive. Just covering 16 yards, taking 1 minute and 51 seconds with the touchdown run by Almond. 14 nothing lead for the Seals. This is going to go to Balestrini on a keeper. He's able to get some good yardage there, about 8 yards on the run there, maybe 9 before it's said and done. You see Cam Fogarty involved in the stop, Teague Hoover. But a good run by Balestrini. Rothmall also involved in the stop after the 9-yard pickup by your senior quarterback. And we're looking for candidates for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Boy, the, the muff by the Shikalimi Braves and the scoop up by Nate Almond, another candidate for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That was huge. Shotgun formation for Balistrini. Five receivers to each side. 
takes the snap, gives it to Lone Man in the backfield. That's Simco. He's going to get about a half yard. It's short of a first down, so here we have another fourth down play here. Again, as Zach told us in that first half, Seals Grove was able to stop the Chickalimi Braves on three first down or fourth down opportunities. It was a fourth and one, fourth and two, and fourth and two, and they're going to go for it. Third and one. Oh, so this third and one here. Spencer George is doing a nice job in there right now. He's, he's getting good penetration. He actually created a situation that last play where it, it was tackled for a no game. So third down and short. Seals Grove's done very well defensively on short distance for the Braves. Balestrini's going to keep it off the left side. It looks like he's going to get enough for a first down as he slides to the 46-yard line. So that's going to move the chains for the Braves. Tell you what, Balestrini is a tough kid. For a kid that only weighs 155 pounds, he is a, a hard runner. And and that last one, they needed a yard, he got two. And he, they were tough yards. And he's paying for it now. He's coming up, kind of yeah, walking a little sideways. He may may want to make an appointment at the Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Is that what you do when you're walking sideways? <laughs> <laughs> you call Dr. Dunnigan. There you go. So make some adjustments here. Yep. Seals are back in their cover, two. They're expecting a, probably a short throw here. First down and 10 for the Braves. It's a fumble snap this time, and Balestrini just swarmed over by white shirts. Yeah, shotgun snap. Balestrini started. He was going to run the ball. He started running before the ball got to him. And coming out there celebrating first man on the play, there was Cam Fogarty as he took advantage of the errant snap to Balestrini. So it's going to be a loss on the play. It's going to set up a second down and 13 for the Shikalimi Braves, trailing the Seals 14 nothing with 7.30 to go here in the third period. And the ball's on Shikalimi's 47, so I like the field position. It's on their half. That defense talking it over for the Seals, getting them personnel in the right spot. On the second down and long, shotgun for Balestrini. Takes a snap, looking to the right. Gets rid of him and slant to Davis. Marshall overthrows him. So it's going to set up a third down and 13 for the Shikalimi Braves. I, 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 I'm sorry. No, they go ahead. I, I like what Seelensker is doing here defensively. We're not blitzing quite as much as we normally do, but we're staying back in coverage. Um, like I said several times before, we're using a cover two, which means we have two free safeties deep, and then we have five guys under um, playing the short zones, and that's where Shikalimi's trying to go, to the short zones. And our, our cover guys are doing a great job. Our, our backers and our cornerbacks are playing the underneath stuff. The short stuff. Well, with their play, it sets up a third down and long. Balestrini under pressure. Going to get rid of it and looking for Fitzgerald. Defended there by Hahn and Brett Four falls incomplete. So it's going to bring up a punting situation for the Shikalimi Braves. And that was great pass pressure. Great pressure on the passer by uh, Steve Miller and, and uh, Amon. Nate Amon. Ryan Amon, I'm sorry. After this punt, we'll take a look at some updated scores, part of our Aubrey Alexander out-of-town scoreboard. But right now, Seals Grove looking to get a punt here from Gittins. Back deep, Hoover and Four standing at their own 22-yard line. The punt's away. Good high kick by Gittins. Fair catch by Brett Four right at about the 23-yard line. Seals Grove will have the ball first down and 10, leading here 14 nothing. It's exactly seven minutes to go here in the third period. Take a look at some other updated scores. Schmokin still leading Central Mountain 20 to 13. That's in the third. Last updated score, Southern leading Hughesville 50 nothing, also in the third. 
Loyal Sock trailing Bloomsburg 13-12. Midwest Mifflinburg tied up 21 all in the third. And Danville leading Central Columbia 3-0. That's our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. The other score we have going on in the Valley, 100.9 the Valley, Montoursville leading Lewisburg 35 to nothing. Bastion turns, give it to Heil, second level, still going. He's got 10, pulling guys to 11 before he's finally twisted and taken down. Good, strong run by Brandon Heil, and let's give that offensive line huge credit there as he was able to find that hole off the right side. The offensive line, they they have asserted themselves now. They're, they're controlling the line of scrimmage, and that was just a simple inside lead play there, fullback leading, uh, um, and, and it was a good-looking play. And I'll tell you what, I really like Heil as a running back. He's a tough runner. Doing some things there from his tailback position. He's going to stay right there after that first down pickup to take the ball to the 34-yard line. Fullback gets it. Ryan Almey straight up the middle. Pulled his way over Fitzgerald. Still going into Chickalemi territory all the way to the 40-yard line. Goes the senior fullback, Ryan Almey. Again, huge, huge hole by the offensive line. Great run by Almey, but at the offensive line, really did a nice job there. Right up the gut. They cleared it. Good job by the offensive line. 27-yard run by Ryan Almet to give the Seals Grove Seals a huge first down all the way to the Chickalimmy Brave 41-yard line. They break out of the huddle. Look at the confidence in that offensive line making their way up to the line of scrimmage. They stay with the high formation. Straub is in at the fullback. Go to the Brandon Heil off the left. Nothing there that time. Snyder in on the stop for the Braves. You like the run, like the call. One thing sets up another. Yeah. And, and, and that play will set up whatever's coming next. That was inside. They're looking for the inside run now, so we'll see what happens. It's second long. It's always always a good time for a play-action pass in second long. It's back to the line of scrimmage, and that was also at the second down and 10 from the Brave 41-yard line. 5.30 to go here in the third. Seals Grove leading 14-0. Brett Ford goes in motion from right to left. Bastion looking to throw the ball under heavy pressure. Gets rid of it. Catch is made by Stroud. He's got a first down up the right sideline and finally taken out of bounds. Up the right sideline, he's going to stay inbounds inside the 25-yard line. So the best throw for Bastion tonight, and he gets it to Stroud for a big first down. And Bastion was under duress when he threw that ball. He he took a big hit. He knew he was going to get the hit. He took it, and he threw the ball anyways, delivered a nice ball. Good job. It was, it was actually a play action with a, a bootleg out to the right. Stroud comes out. Ryan Almond back in at fullback. Give it to Ryan Almond. Straight up the middle between the tackle. Still going. Runs over a defender inside the 10. Down inside the five-yard line goes Ryan Almond from the fullback position. And again, looking at that offensive line, Young, also Miller, Fogarty, Metzger, Seiko, along with the tight end, brought them all. Kudos to what these guys have developed here in this third period and in the rushing game for the Seals. They have now taken over the line of scrimmage, Seals Grove. It's official. On this drive, we have taken over the line of scrimmage. We are moving people. The offensive line is moving people. 
Now, if you look, their their gaps are a little tighter now. Trap. Goes to Ryan Allman off the right side on this first down goal to go play. He's got a tiptoe into the end zone. Touchdown for the Salem's Grove Seals. That was a trap right. Our left guard crossed behind the center, kicked down the defensive tackle on the right side. Allman uh, was supposed to kick it or run it inside that kickout block, but he actually bounced outside. Good run. So pushing the Salem's Grove lead up to 20 nothing with 4.31 to go here in the third. And as you called it, Dave, it's official. That offensive line has completely taken over this game, and they showed it on that possession there. Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point here off the Brett four hole. Kevin Gearhart snapped to kick us up, and it is good. Kyle Rule has not missed an extra point all season as he puts another one through there to push the lead to 21 to nothing over the Shiklimi Braves here in the third period with 4.31 to go. Dave, talk about the offensive line and what it means to them to see this type of success as they're starting to just gain control of this game. Well, first of all, it's it's, it's a huge release. It's a huge relief for those guys because, they, you know, they're kids. You don't ever want to put too much pressure on them. But you know what? These are guys that have paid the price, and they're putting pressure on themselves. I'm going to tell you that. They're going to sleep better tonight. Everything's, everything's going to be better in their life right now because they've gotten a lot of criticism over the last couple of weeks, and, and their kids trying to do a great trying to Working hard to do a great job, and it's all coming together right here, right now in the third quarter against Shikalimi. Well, it showed on that six-play drive covering 77 yards, taking two minutes and 29 seconds, finished off by Ryan Almas' five-yard touchdown run as he's put up two scores to add. He now has four rushing touchdowns on the season, two here tonight, back-to-back rushing touchdowns by Ryan Almas. Now on the night, Ryan Almas, six carries, 90 yards, and two touchdowns. Let me say that again, Dave, because that's music to your ears. Six carries, 90 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. That is, those are wonderful stats. I absolutely love them. These kids are, are have really stuck with it, and, and it's, it's paying off. They're getting better. Kyle will kick this one away. Swip kick last time. This one gets some height. It's going to go to the deep man. He'll catch it at the 10. Work it up the right hash. Spins. It's Wolf. Runs off a couple defenders and finally taken down short of the 30-yard line. Look about the 29-yard line. In on the stop for the Seals Grove Seals. Got in the mix there was Christian Crossan, the junior, 5'9", 163 pounds. So good coverage that time by the Seals Grove Seals kickoff team. Braves take over. They see themselves trailing 21 nothing. They have it at their own 29-yard line with 4.23 to go here in the third period. Again, next week, Seals Grove will host the Central Mountain Wildcats, who they fell to 7-3 in week two of the 2020 season. Turn, give it to Simcoe. Off the left side, hit by Teague Hoover right at the 20 for the 35-yard line, it'll be a pickup about five, maybe six. It's going be about a second down and a long four, short five for the Braves. That play did not look like it went for five yards, but it certainly did, didn't it? He was able to squeeze through. He got through the initial line of scrimmage and then had to bounce off a couple guys. And, wow, what a tough five-yard run for Simcoe for the Braves. Second down play here. Bastion, or excuse me, Balestrini under center. He's going to roll to the left. Heil's got him, and he's going to take him to the turf. Heil coming off the edge. Balestrini never saw him, and down goes Balestrini. Big loss in the play, sacked by Brandon Heil. 
That's a great second um, second down and long blitz call. Weak side, outside linebacker. Great job by Heil. Brandon Heil, again, showing that quickness coming off the edge. When you look at Brandon Heil coming into tonight and just the numbers he's putting up, impressive in all facets. He's been big in special teams. Also, he's 35 tackles, 14 solo, 21 assisted tackles for Brandon Heil. He gets a big one there on the sack of Balistrini. Balistrini looking for the screen, throws it out for Semko. Semko makes the catch, got guys in front of him. Brett Ford comes up and able to get in on the stop. Also, Ryan Almit on the stop, short of a first down there. But now it's going to be a fourth down play here for the Shikalemi Braves. And Scott Kissinger in that last play took on every blocker they had and then some. He was battling that out on his left side here. He opened it up for the other guys. Nice call that way, Dave. Sometimes you don't see that in the scoreboard or in the you know box score, but Kissinger doing what he had to do to allow Brett Ford and the other Ryan Allman get in on the stop there. So good job by Scott Kissinger. Yep. We'll kick this one away, away from Brett Ford, who makes the catch and steps out of bounds. That's a big catch going away from the Braves on that one. It was Brett Ford. He makes the catch. He tips out of bounds at the 27-yard line, excuse me, at the 24, 25-yard line, but that ball hits the ground. It could have rolled inside the five. Yeah, absolutely. Just the fact that he made that catch was a bonus. That was a tough ball to catch, and that would have, that would have, Rolled right down to that one-yard line. You know how it goes. When I look out, I see all these lines out there. I got confused on what line I'm looking at. I got a yellow line out there, a couple blue lines. We got soccer and field hockey and football <laughs> and everything here. So Brett Ford makes the catch, tips out of bounds at the 25-yard line for the Sealands Grove Seals, leading 21 nothing. This is going to go to Teague Hoover. He's second level. Dragon. Duncan Weir, ball comes out, but I think I heard a whistle, and they're going to say he was down at the 28-yard line. So good positive play there again on first down for the Seals Grove Seals as they went to Teague Hoover on the carry. Yeah, it was just an inside lead, fullback lead. Teague Hoover following uh, Amit, and we'll take four yards on first down any day. Again, we continue to control the line of scrimmage. Good job, guys. Keep it up. Second down player, second and six from the Sealands Grove, 29-yard line. Clock running, 135 to go here in the third quarter. Sealands Grove leading 21-0 over the Braves. Sealands Grove trying to get to two and three on the season. Bastion turn, give it to Hoover again. He's second level. Bounce off the defender. Good job by Weir once again. But Hoover taking it for a first down run, so he was able to pick up the first down on the run going off the left. Nothing tricky about that. We, we just are, dominance. We are seeing huge gains by our offensive line right now. That was just that was some sort of an inside counter or something where they down blocked on this side and they kicked out. And I'm going to tell you, Vance Metzger just put a crushing down block on a kid across from him, and it just opened everything up. First down pickup on the run by Hoover. Ball sits on top of the 35-yard line in Seals Grove territory with under a minute to go here in the third period. I formation behind Bastion. Deep man Hoover gets it again. Nothing. nothing. He's going to lose yardage into the backfield. See, that was a situation where we got movement on where the play was going on the right side. We had to move back, but on the left side, somebody came off the back side at the back edge of the play and got there from behind. But we were, we got good movement where the ball was going, but we just didn't uh, we didn't cut off that backside pursuit. 
Rivera made the stop defensively for the Braves. One-yard loss, second down and 11, which could be the final play of the third period. Fullback gets the call. Trapped. Stroud, nothing there. Back to the line of scrimmage, set up a third down and 11, but that will be the final play of the third period. We'll switch sides of the field. Seals Grove leading 21-0 over the Chickalemi Braves here from Chickalemi Stadium. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. It's coming soon. Hand-rolled ice cream at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Nori Danville Highway. What's hand-rolled ice cream? Route 11 Coffee and Cream staff rolls out ice cream as you watch, and then you pick the Toppings, candied walnuts and caramel sauce. Sure. Oreos and peanut butter cups. Heck yeah. Cherries and raspberries. Okay. Candy corn. No, don't do that. Invent your own ice cream and watch it prepared right in front of you. Fine. Like Route 11 Coffee and Cream on Facebook to learn about the grand opening. This is Eagle 107. Get ready to move into the fourth quarter here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and Seals Grove leading 21 to nothing. Score to recap, Brett Four got us on the board on an 86-yard punt return with 4.38 to go in the second quarter, and that would be all the scoring in the first half. Seals Grove led 7-0, but to back-to-back touchdowns by Ryan Almit, the first one from 18 yards out, the second one from 5 yards out, and the extra point's good. And Seals Grove now leads 21-0. The most impressive drive of the night was a six-play drive covering 77 yards, taking two minutes and 29 seconds for the Seals. And that led to the five-yard touchdown run by senior fullback Ryan Allman. Again, Seals Grove leading 21-0 as we move into the fourth quarter. It'll be a third down and 11 for the Seals. The biggest pass play of the night was Bastion able to find Straub, who was able to pick up a first down. See if they go back to that where he just slips out from the fullback position and slips out into the flat. That was a big play for the Seals. See if they go back to that. The fullback will be Ryan Ahmet, and Hoover will be dot the eye in the eye formation. Wide receivers each side. Nate Ahmet goes in motion. Bastion drops back. Looking for the screen to Hoover. He's got green grass ahead of him. Good block by Seco as Hoover is able to take it to the 45-yard line. Now it's going to be a matter of a spot whether it's a first down or not. Fitzgerald in on the stop of Hoover, but that was well designed. And did they get enough? They're going to say he's short by a yard. It's going to be a fourth down and one. That was a nice little screenplay they just ran there. Hoover had a tough run. He finished it one with a, a huge collision. I say this, you go for it here. I don't know. I haven't seen any personnel change here. Here comes Bastion into it, and Ryan Ahmed called over to the sidelines and said, let's go for it, and the success that he has, why not? Why not? They only need one yard. Fourth and one. Tight formation. Bastion under center. Takes it himself behind Nick Young, trying to push forward, and looks like he's going to have enough for a first down. So Seals Grove picks up the big first down, and keeps the live, keeps the drive alive on the senior quarterback. Bastion just falls forward. He gets a good push by those guys up front. Quarterback sneak. I, I, I love the play. It's also it scares me to death because there's so many times that a quarterback will fumble the ball. A high school kid, especially when you're running quarterback sneak. Well, now when they made nice exchange from the yep. center, Nick Young to Bastion, got a good push, reestablished that line of scrimmage to pick up the first down for the Seals. Clock continues to run here in the fourth quarter. Bastion turns, gives it to fullback, Ryan on it, off the left side. He's got a couple yards before 
He is stopped. Maybe a yard. Second down and nine as Ryan Almond tosses the ball to the referee and apologizes for not completely getting it to him. Nice kid. <laughs> He's a good guy. I'll tell you what. And he, the kid doesn't ever, it seems like he never gets a break. He just never stops, does he? <laughs> He's got to be in immaculate physical condition. He really does. Well, he doesn't find the turf very often. Even when he gets stopped, he ends up no, coming really. out of it, running out of it, that he didn't even go down just they stopped his forward momentum. Yeah, he's not going to let them have the, you know, the pleasure <laughs> of taking him to the turf. Second down and nine for the Seals. 21 nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seal. Pitch goes to Hoover off the left. There's a flag on the play as Hoover takes it into Shikolimi territory down close to the 45-yard line. But we're going to have to wait on this to see what the call is here and why they're talking it out. A reminder that Sunday the Eagles head out the turnpike to visit Pittsburgh on Eagle 107. Pre-game starts at noon, kickoff at 1 with Merle Reese and Mike Quick on Eagle 107. For Steeler fans, coverage on 100.9. The Valley begins at 11 a.m. for the... So that will be a second down play here. Is that what we have here? There is a man down on the field for the Chicago Braves. So as medical staff talks that one out and following the flag on the play. So, Dave, we talk about reestablishing that offensive line, about the offensive line getting some momentum. And, you know, the, the uh, cliche you hear is running downhill. Ryan Allman's been running downhill all night, and he's taken advantage of that push by that offensive line to have two touchdown runs on the night. Yeah, downhill's the right direction. It means you're, you're crossing lines instead of running between them, and that, that's what we like. We, really, we like to run downhill. And they've done it out of the power eye look, Absolutely. and they've also done it out of the, the eye formation. You know, and, and one thing in interviewing you over the years, it's about putting things on film so the opponent has to be able to spend Absolutely. time on everything. And then you add another, you know, you add another couple of, Throw a couple hours and stuff there. on there, and next thing you know, they're like, "Boy, we got to prepare for everything." All you got to do is, is fake one extra point, and and you have that coaching staff working hours. Believe <laughs> me, for one play, you'll probably never run. Mm-hmm. Hey, do I look like a radio guy or not? Because some lady just came up here and tried to redeem a banned fifty-fifty <laughs> ticket for fifty-eight dollars with me. You look like a tuba player. Is that a tuba player? <laughs> you look like a tuba. <laughs> I didn't say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, we got. A man down on the field on the far side to be intended to by the medical staff for the Shikolimi Braves. And people think I'm supposed to pay out the 50-50 here. Well, my $5 is not going to help that. No, I, don't, I wouldn't have $5. I don't even know where Walt is. Looking for updated scores here. Actually, I think they saw somebody run down, and they looked very disappointed. They ran, away, they ran away with your wallet. Be like and when he turned the corner, the he opened it up and was so disappointed. That'd be like trying to get a blood out of a rock, right? Just not going to happen. <laughs> So he, so he threw it up back up to you, and you didn't want it. Didn't <laughs> you want wanted it. him to take it, yeah. the wallet. It's Fitzgerald who was being intended to. He's coming off, and, boy, he's played hard tonight. He has. He's played a hard game. He's a good, good-looking athlete, good player, does a lot of different things for the Shikolimi Braves. So he comes off under his own power, hopefully maybe just dealing with a late-game cramp of some kind. But either way, he looks good coming off the sideline for the Shikolimi Braves. He's a tough kid. He's got a swagger to his walk. I like that. So it's a second down and long. Going to a second down and 21 for the Seals Grove Seals. They stay in the I formation. Rolling to the right is Bastion. Trying to throw it out to Ryan Ahmed, but, boy, he was under heavy pressure. 
and he was unable to get that one away cleanly. So it's going to be a third down and long for the Seals Grove Seals as they try to keep this drive alive. But, boy, they got uphill challenge here with it being third and long. That's what I call an F-burst, that last play. They took um, and they ran him through like he was going to get the handoff, and then he just they didn't get the, give him the ball. He just kept going out into the flat. And uh, Bastion tried to get the ball to him, but there were two guys in his face right away. So it's a third down play here. Want to be smart here. Don't force anything. The Seals Grove's in command here. Quick throw at this time out to Kissinger. He makes the catch. Good job defensively. Looks like Semko on the stop for the Shikolemi Braves. Brings up a punting situation. Not a bad play. It's a safe, comfortable play, but now you get to punt it away and see if Catherman can get a big punt off here. Yep, got to point that toe instead of, got to point that out front instead of pointing or kicking it with the toe up. Balestrini drops back, waiting for the punt from Catherman. Good snap, some pressure, but he gets it away. There we go. That's a beautiful punt. Driving Balestrini back. Balestrini, excuse me. The ball's going to roll inside the 10-yard line down to the 9, and Teague Hoover trying to wave a couple more yards out of it, but great punt. That's what we've been asking for. Catherine, nice job. He got that one off, and you could see that with tight spire coming off his foot and got caught up in the breeze, and it takes it to the 9-yard line. That's where Shikolimi will take over, first down at 10, trailing 21 nothing with 9.52 to go in the ballgame. I'm guessing that Dan Troop got with Catherine and got him straightened up on that punting. Most unrated, underappreciated, or uh, unsung coaching going on there with Stroop. Yeah, he, he works for free. Wow. And Troop, yeah, Troop. He's a good man. Does a great job yep. on all facets, and he got a good one out of his senior punter on that one, Catherman. Mm-hmm. Timeout's going to be taken here by the Shikolami Braves. That Balestrini came away from... The center position asking for something that forces a timeout taken here. Gives a chance to run down some updated scores brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. Bringing our out-of-town scoreboard. Updated score, Montoursville leading Lewisburg 42-7. to That's in the fourth quarter. That game can be heard on our brother station, 100.9 in the Valley. Central Mountain leading Chimokin in the fourth quarter, 27-20. to Hughesville down big to Southern, 50-7. to That's in the fourth. Muncie leading Northwest 21-13, also in the fourth quarter. Bloomsburg trailing Loyal Sock 20-13. Mifflinburg leading Midwest 28-27. That's in the fourth quarter. And Danville up on Central Columbia 10-7. All those games in the fourth quarter. Our game here also in the fourth quarter with 9.52 to go in the fourth quarter. Seals Grove leading the Chickalemi Braves 21 to nothing. Seals Grove back-to-back touchdowns here in the in the third quarter and second half by Ryan Almond pushing the lead out to 21 to nothing. Chickalimi following the timeout has the first down and 10. Handoff's going to go to the deep man. And he's going to be hit, taken down. That's McCormick as he's able to take it to the 15-yard line, pursued well by the Seals Grove defense. Put a good run that time by the Chickalimi Braves, about five yards. It'll be a second down and well called four for the Chickalimi Braves. And that was the vaunted uh, wing tee sweep we just saw. Both guards out in front to the left here. It's a second down play here for the Chickalimi Braves. Wide receiver split to the left. This time it's going to go to Simcoe, but Spencer George in on the play there and 
Cam Fogarty also helping to finish that one off. Good play by Spencer George, who's been able to give Wyatt, or excuse me, Vance Mesker some time off on the defensive side, and it shows benefits both ways. Spencer George played well, and also Vance Mesker on the offensive side. Spencer's getting a whole lot of time tonight. I'm, I'm glad to see him get all this playing time. That's good. Good for him. You get two fresh guys on the field instead of one tired guy. That's a good thing. So it's going to be a third down and seven for the Chickalimay Braves, trailing 21-0 to the Seals. Deuces formation this time. It means two wide receivers to each side. Balistrini in the shotgun formation. Seals Grove coming. Balistrini, quick throw out there. Intercepted by Brett Four up the left sideline. Makes a man miss to the goal line. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Awesome job by and Brett Four. And the face mask. And a face mask. Interception is touchdown by Brett Four. Flag on the play. Brett Four uh, jumped a short receiver. Re- receiver did a very short route, and he took a chance. He, you know, you either stay behind that and tackle him when he catches it, and only let him get a couple of ball, uh, yards, or, or you jump it and go for the interception. And he took the chance. He did it, and he did a great job. Took it straight to the end zone. And the penalty, boy, he almost had his head taken off. He was able to spin out of that face mask with the momentum going and then spun at the goal line and took it to the end zone. It will be, the penalty will be on the kickoff. So it's a touchdown there. Brett Ford now has to gather himself and be the holder on this extra point try by Kyle Rule. Brett Ford grabbing the back of his hamstring, his right hamstring. He's cramping up. He's holding the ball with a cramp. Okay, and the extra point up, and it's good. So Brett Forrest running to the sideline with a cramp. So he just had a pick six. He got down to, <laughs> you imagine, you have a cramp, you got to lean down to hold the ball, and then you got to try to pop up. And it's, being a 50-year-old man, I, I know what it's like to try to bounce up, Brett. It, it's painful sometimes. I'll tell you. <laughs> that was amazing. He was rubbing a cramp in his in his right hamstring. As he was calling. As, <laughs> as the ball was going to be snapped to him. And he caught it and put it down perfectly. Wow. That's that's toughness, man. That's mental toughness. So, Brett, for what a night. 86-yard punt return or kickoff return, excuse me, punt return for a touchdown. And now he has a pick six from 15 yards out, return for a touchdown as well. So Brett Ford, big night for him. Also to go along with Ryan Allman with his two touchdown runs. Offensive line has really picked up here tonight. Boy, it's been a nice performance all the way around by the Seals Grove Seals. And most recently, Brett Ford, 15-yard interception return for a touchdown. The extra point good. That's the Seals Grow Forward drive summary. That was an awesome job by Brett Ford. Awesome. What a night he's having. Holy cow. He's playing like a seasoned senior. Just he's playing just like he is. So Seals Grove, following the penalty, will kick this one off from the Shiklamy Brave 45-yard line. Following the interception return for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, Seals Grove leading 28-0 over the Shiklimi Braves. Kyle Rule will kick this one away. Two return men, one Snyder, and also Wolf. And it's going to go away from Wolf, go into the end zone, and it will be a touchback. Seelands Grove will go back on defense as the Braves will start from their own 20 yard line. First down and 10 from their own 20 with 8.28 to go here in the ballgame. 
Uh, we could get to a mercy rule here if we score on him again. We've got to get the ball back here, though. Seals, let's go. You described that pick six by Brett Four, and like you said, he jumped it. Boy, you knew he look at that film and just reading the quarterback's eyes, he knew that situation was coming, and boy, he just sold out on that. And it benefited him with the pick six touchdown to push the lead to 28 nothing. Well, he was smart. You can tell that he's a, he's a heady kid because he knew he had a safety behind him. It was, we were in a cover two, and so he could jump that route because he had help behind him. So that was a great job by Brett Four. What else has the Seals Grove defense done? Held Chickalimi to one first down in the second half. Balestrini drops back. Look at He's under heavy pressure by Heil. Now being chased by Miller. Gets away from both of them. He's going up the left sideline, and he's going to be hit by Hahn and taken down at the 20-yard line. They talk about the skill Hahn showed on that tackle as he was able to get to a very elusive Drew Balestrini. I'll tell you what. Balestrini broke about three tackles before he got the line of scrimmage, and then Jack Hahn in open field, just just fronted him up, broke down, slid right in front of him, stuck the face mask in. That was a great tackle by Jack Hahn. And that's, that's a tough tackle in the open field against an elusive guy like him. And Balestrini was in full speed, and full speed. like you said, Hahn makes the stop, ends up with a one-yard pickup for the Shikolimi Braves. Balestrini under center, two backs in the backfield, wide receiver to the left. Balestrini takes the snap. He's going to throw a little flare out to Simcoe. And he's not going to get anyway. Scott Kissinger and also Vance Metzger make the stop as Vance Metzger does a front hamstring. Ham, I can't even talk. <laughs> Hands, what, what is it called? He a was, front handspring or something. It's called. I, I think his chest was on the ground and his feet were straight up in the air. For like, it seemed like for a minute they yeah. were just hanging there. He was there. <laughs> he wanted to come down in the worst way. Yes, he did. But he buried the guy. He buried that running back. That's good play out the other side along with Scott Kissinger. Scott got there first. That was an aggressive tackle by Scott Kissinger. He went after him like he hated him. Good play there. Loss on the play for the Shikolimi Braves. 6.50 to go in the game. Deuces formation this time. One back in the backfield. Shotgun for Balestrini. And there's going to be a whistle here before we get this one going. And I, and I know I said it before tonight, but I really like the way the Seals are defending his pass formation at Shikolimi. Shikolimi comes out and deuces, twins both sides, and we automatically go to a cover two. And I, now I understand what Coach Hicks was talking about. He was saying that Hoob is going to be making a lot of calls tonight, so they're checking into this cover two with this formation. And this cover two is really working well. And they're backing in it again as Balestrini drops back. He's got some time now, now being flushed out, being chased by Rothamol. Rothamol cut him. Back up inside, and there was Miller there to help finish him off along with Fogarty. So defended well again by the Seals. Loss in the play. It's going to be a fourth down in a punny situation for the Braves. Again, I, I really like what they've done with this defense tonight with that cover, too. Just got a text from Jason Carpenter, and he said, Chocolate, Miss O'Brien. So he heard the uh, the code word for oh, all all the students. I don't know if he plans on going to Teresa's class on Tuesday to he better. provide the code word. He better. I don't know if he'll be allowed. He should be there. I, I'll go with him. Giddens will kick this one away. Good punt. Going away from Brett Four. Brett Four almost gets hit with it. He had to jump over top of the ball as it went between his legs. And it's going to roll inside the Seals Grove territory down to about the 47-yard line. That's where Seals Grove will take over. First down and 10, leading 28-0 with 5.52 to go in the ballgame. It seems as though the field the field position has really changed this half. 
Everything's on the side of the seals now. We definitely have candidates for the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game or possessions of the game tonight and at the end of the game when we go to our service electric cable vision post game show we will announce who the or what is the smoke and health center backbreaker play of the game well we've had plenty to pick from and that's a good thing yep high formation behind bastion turn deep man gets the call that's hoover off the left Maybe back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a half yard, and that's going to be it. It'll be a second down and 10. Speaking of our post-game show, coming up after the game, we'll check on other games going around the Valley, get our final stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, get the game analysis from Coach Hess, and it's all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. So back to the line of scrimmage on that run there. Second down and 10. Seals Grove in no hurry here. 5-13 to go here in the ballgame, leading 28-0 over the Shiglemi Braves. High formation behind Bastion. Taking the snap, give it to the deep man. That's Heil, and he's held up. Lost on the play. A host of Braves in on the stop. Luke Snyder. And others in on that stop there. Nothing there that time. See number 67 into the ball game for the Seals Grove Seals. Make sure we're checking on numbers and get you some names there. And that's Prokoski, his senior, 5'8", 219 pounds, getting an opportunity in along that offensive line for the Seals Grove Seals. Catherman in there as well as at number 62. Uh, they're tight. Rothenwolf came out. I don't know if we even have a tight end in there. Yeah, we do. Shotgun formation this time for Bastion. Second down and long. He's going to keep it. Going off the right side, and he's going to be hit and tackled by Luke Snyder. Also, Duncan Weir. Also in on the stop for the Shiklemi Braves, number 71. He was able to get in there. And, of course, I don't have a 71, so I can't help you with that. But the young man did a nice job. I don't have it either. (laughs) Better check his ID. Yeah. Punting situation for the Seals. Fourth down, dropping back will be Balestrini standing at his own 20-yard line, waiting for this Catherman punt. Good snap. Catherman, Catherman gets away. Good high punt. Another good punt by Catherman. Balestrini will call fair catch caught by right at the 16-yard line, and that's where the Shiklemi Braves will take over first down and 10, trailing 28-0 with 3.42 to go in the ballgame. Again, Seals Grove next week. The host, the Central Mountain Wildcats. Central Mountain beat Seals Grove in week two, seven to three. Seals Grove had many opportunities in that game, and you hope to see the growth from here tonight, go into next week, and get a great opportunity to avenge a 7-3 loss to the Central Mountain Wildcats from week two. I'll be honest with you, I feel good about where we are right now with, with Central Mountain coming up next week. And keep riding this momentum as the defense has, again, played very well here tonight. Balestrini taking a snap. No backup quarterback in. Semko gets the call. Off the right side. Finished off by Brett Four and Ryan Almond. So into the game for the Shiklimi Braves is Wortman. That's Brandon Wortman, the junior quarterback. Six foot, 170 pounds. He comes into the game for the Shiklimi Braves to call the signals on the offensive side. A pickup of five, second down and five for the Shikolimbi Braves. 3-10 to go in the game. Again, stick around, stick up, or stick up, 
Stick around for our postgame service electric cable vision postgame show. Uh, this is going to go to Wortman. Wortman's going to give it to Simco, and Simco's going to be stopped. That's Cam Fogarty. That time laying on the stop. So it's a third down. Loss on the play of a yard, maybe so. Do you want to just? No, do you want to just come through here? So it's going to be a third down play here for the Shikalimi Braves. 2.25 to go in the ballgame. Seals Grove leading 28 to nothing. Simpco, nope, this is. The pitch goes to the D man, reverses it field from right to left. Got some room up the right sideline and finally bumped out of bounds that time on the carry, number 25, and that's Schaefer Knights. With the run that time, most productive run of the night for the Shikalemi Braves to pick up the first down as he's able to get it out to the 43-yard line. So it'll be a first down and 10 for the Shikalemi Braves. That, uh, that that play was a good play for Shikalemi, but on the other hand, um, there were a lot of missed tackles on that play. The seals were all over it early, but we just didn't wrap the arms well enough. That shouldn't have gone anywhere. First down and 10 for the Braves. Inside handoff this time. Schaefer Knights once again he picks up about four yards on the carry, maybe five. The second down and five. Clock will continue to run with 135 to go in the game. 28 nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove will be back in action next week, Friday night, right here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. We'll start with Seals Game Day at six o'clock. Derek Hicks conversation at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Again, all right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Tight formation this time for Workman, under center for the Braves. Taking a snap, giving it to the deep man. Coming off the left side, that's McCormick, and he's going to be hit by a white shirt. That time led by T. Hoover, Hahn, and a host of Seals Grove defenders. That was uh, the, that was the old wing T sweep they tried to run there, but uh, I'll tell you what, our outside backer pushed it deep. Whoever was, might have been Jack Hahn on that play, but he pushed that thing deep. Good job. Again, stick around after the broadcast here as we will bring you the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. We'll get our stats from our stack man, Zach Showers. Give the score recap of the game. Get final analysis from... Coach Hess, all in preparation for next week's game as the Seals Grove Seals will take on the Central Mountain Wildcats at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Wardman takes the snap, rolling to the right. Brandon Heil chases it from behind, and the ball will fall incomplete as Heil pushes Wardman to the ground. But it's going to fall incomplete, and it's going to be a fourth down here for the Shikalimi Braves. Shikalimi will fall to one and four. Seals Grove will improve to two and three. Last we checked, it was a good game going on between the Schmokin Indians and the Central Mountain Wildcats. That's the that's the next two opponents for the Seals Grove Seals. After Central Mountain, the Seals Grove Seals will have to travel to take on the Schmokin Indians. So fourth down here for the Shiklimi Braves. Wortman rolling to the right. Brandon Howell in there once again. Spencer George as well. Gives Steve Miller a credit 
Getting into the backfield against the Chickalemi Braves. And with that play, it'll be turnover on down. Seals Grove will go into the best formation in football. That's the victory formation to wind out the remaining 10 seconds of the ball game as Seals Grove gets the win here tonight at Chickalemi Stadium over the Chickalemi Braves. As Bastion will come out and get his troops lined up. To finish this one off, Seals Grove, a lot of good things happen here tonight. A lot of different facets. As we'll get the final pieces of this personnel into the game so that Bastion can get up under center. Still some communication, trying to get his lineman to snap up his chin strap, but well aware they've got plenty of time on the play clock. Takes a snap, take a knee. And this ball game is in the books. The Sealers Grove Seals come to Sunbury to take on the Chickalimmy Braves and come away with a 28-0 win over the Braves. We'll take that win any day. Good, good solid win for the Seals. Good job over Chickalimmy. They get the win. We'll take a break, come back, get ready for the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Before you don't go anywhere, we'll get the score and recap. Stats, final analysis of this one. As the Seals Grove Seals win 28-0 over the Chickalimmy Braves. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron's says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or Aaron's.com slash Sealands Grove. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. The crew at the Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg proudly supports Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Listen to the game with great food from an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. The Lewisburg Delicatessen is the winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Call ahead to order or visit online and on Facebook, too. Go Seals! Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. Like the quarterback, they are the leaders in the field of home health, medical equipment, and respiratory services. Visit us online to learn more or stop by their newest location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Go Seals! Eagle107.com. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cable Vision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess, Zach Showers, as the Seals Grove Seal come away with a win. 
to nothing over the Shikolumi Braves. Scoring recap goes like this. No score at the end of the first quarter between the Braves and the Seals. But the Seals will get on the board in a big way. An 86-yard punt return by Brett Ford, senior return man, with 4.38 to go in the second quarter. The extra point by Rule, good, and Seals Grove led 7 to nothing at that point. That'd be all the scoring in the first half. Seals Grove led 7 nothing at halftime with the lone score, again, coming off Brett Ford's 86-yard punt return. We moved into the third quarter, and with 10.01 to go in the third quarter, Ryan Ahmed completed a five-play drive covering just 16 yards, took a minute and 51 seconds, and that possession was set up by a muff by the Shikolimi Braves on the opening kickoff of the second half. Nate Ahmed came away with the muff punt, or the muff, and set up the Ryan Ahmed touchdown from 18 yards out. The extra point good, and it was a 14-0 lead at that point for the Seals Grove Seals. Well, the Seals will get on the board again. Ryan Ahmed this time from five yards out with 4.31 to go in the third. That was a six-play covering 77 yards. Took two minutes and 29 seconds. The extra point good, and it was a 21-0 lead at that point for the Seals Grove Seals. And that would be the score at the end of the third quarter. Seals Grove leading 21-0 over the Shikolemi Braves. The final scoring would come on Brett Four. Pick six from 15 yards out with 8.29 to go in the game. The extra point by Rule, once again, good. And Rule's been perfect on his extra points all season long, and he does it again to push the lead to 28-0 over the Shikolimi Braves. And that would be all the scoring on the night. Again, as the Seals Grove Seals improve to 2-3, and three, next week they'll take on Central Mountain while the Shikolimi Braves fall to 1-3. and three. Seals Grove again gets the win here tonight, 28 to nothing over the Shikolimi Braves. Next week, the Shikolimi Braves will take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, trying to improve to two and three. Again, Seals Grove improves to two and three with the win here tonight over the Shikolimi Braves. Now we take a look at the candidates for the Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Dave, we talked about. A few of them already you have the 86-yard punt return by Brett Four as one of them. You have the possession where Sealens Grove gave the ball up inside the 20-yard line, inside their own 20-yard line, to the Shikolimi Braves. But the defense came up big in that one. And also, before I throw out a couple more other ones that would be candidates in your mind as the Schmokenham Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Well, I'm going to tell you what my my candidate is, and and my pick is the defense. When we uh, we gave them the ball way deep down in, in our own territory, and the defense came up big. That to me was a backbreaker play of the game, or series of the game. So that's a candidate as well. And then, you know, the the one thing, and you know this from a coaching standpoint, when you talk about backbreakers, you know, you feel like you're gaining some momentum and things don't go your way. Think about coming out at second half. You're thinking, all right, we're down. You know, just 14, I mean, the second half, we're just down 7 nothing. We're going to get the second half kickoff. I mean, you know the talk. You know coaching talk. You know, you tell them, hey, we're in this. Let's make some plays happen, get the second half kickoff, and let's see if we can work the ball down the field, get this thing tied up. And then you muff the second half kickoff and give the ball back to Seals Grove, and they finish that off with a touchdown to push it to 14 nothing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big one. So that's a candidate as well. But we're definitely going to go with, and it's something we talked about in the first in the first half, 
and it is the possession of the Seals Grove defense to keep the Chickalemi Braves out of the end zone after they gave the ball up deep in their own territory, and they were able to not only stop the Chickalemi Braves from scoring or stop the Chickalemi Braves from scoring a touchdown, they also stopped them from scoring any points, and they regained that momentum. So that is the Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shemokadam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll take a break. Come back, continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Again, as the Seals Grove Seals beat the Shikolemi Braves 28 to nothing. We'll get our stats from our stat man and give final analysis of this one, this victory for the Seals Grove Seals. This is the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. At the Shock Law Office, Attorney Richard Shock brings over 20 years of experience providing legal services and solutions to individuals, government entities, and businesses both large and small. Serving the greater Susquehanna Valley and now conveniently located just off the strip at 8 Commerce Avenue in Sealance Grove, the Shock Law Office can help you find the legal solutions you need for your life or business. So whether your legal needs involve estate planning, starting or growing a business, developing real estate, or navigating any of the many laws and regulations that affect you or your business, contact the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 or on the web at shochlaw.com. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealance Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the Strip in Sealandsgrove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at WNLNissan.com. Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealandsgrove Seals. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to the Surge Electric Cable Division post-game show. Pat O'Brien, Dave has Zach Showers, and, of course, our producer back at the studio, Anthony Fusa. We appreciate his work and uh, getting us up on the air and letting us sound pretty good here as Seals Grove Seals win this one 28-0 over the Chickalemi Braves. Taking a look at the stats here given to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Again, Seals Grove win 28-0 over the Chickalemi Braves. First downs. First for the Chickalemi Braves, six first downs, 85 yards rushing, 48 yards passing by the Braves for a total of 133 yards on the night for the Chickalemi Braves. For the Seals Grove Seals, 11 first downs. They rushed for 148 yards, 33 through the air, so a total yardage of 181 yards for 
the Seal and Grove Seals here tonight. And, Dave, during the break, we got our stats from Statman's X Hours, and you quickly pointed out the improvement of 148 yards rushing for the Seal and Grove Seals and what that does for this team moving forward. Well, if 148 yards isn't, it's not a, it's not a, a big night for an offense, but on the other hand, it's, it's a vast improvement for, for us and that, that for Seal and Grove. That's a good thing. Yeah, obviously, we've got to get a little better at throwing the ball, too. We only had 33 yards on the night, but. Uh, I, I really like the improvement in the run game. With that 148 yards on the night for the Seals Grove Seals. Penalty-wise, Seals Grove ended up with six penalties for 63 yards, and the Shigalimby Braves five for 52 yards. A lot of turnovers here tonight. Seals Grove threw an interception and had two fumbles, while the Shigalimby Braves two interceptions and two fumbles as well. The big plays on the night again. Brett Four involved in both of them. 86-yard punt return for a touchdown and also the pick six from 15 yards out for the Seals Grove Seals. As again, they win tonight 28 to nothing. Looking at individual numbers first for the Shiklemi Braves. Balistrini, 9 for 22, 48 yards, and he threw two interceptions. His main target tonight was Semko, five catches for 18 yards. In the rushing department, Balistrini, 18 carries, 49 yards, and a fumble. Schaefer Knights, two carries for 27 yards. Semko, eight carries, 14 yards. McCormick, four carries for just six yards on the night. Individual numbers for the Seals Grove Seals. First in the passing department, Bastion, five for nine, 33 yards, and he did throw the one interceptions. Three guys ended up with one catch, Straub a catch, Hoover a catch, Kissinger and Brett Four all with a catch for the Seals Grove Seals. In the rushing department, Ryan Allman ended up with eight carries, 91 yards and two touchdowns. Heil came only at six catches or six carries for 27 yards. Bastion ended up running the ball seven times for 18 yards, and he did fumble. Hoover, 10 carries, but just 14 yards on the night for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, the Seals Grove Seals win this one 28 nothing, and it wasn't all because of the offense, but the offense looked much improved, and it was that offensive line we talked about a lot tonight. So we break down the final analysis of tonight's game when you think about that offense as we try to watch and see the development of this offense that's going to become crucial in the next couple games. Yeah, well, it, the offense is, is they're improved. Are they where they need to be? No, but they, they, they certainly got a lot better tonight. And that, that's a good thing, especially coming into the payback weeks. You know, we've got to pay back great, or Central Mountain, and we've got to pay back uh, Shemokin over the next two weeks. So we're kicking it at the right time. But we've got to get a whole lot better. Uh, the offense, we got to we got to cut out the penalties, and and we've got to get our passing game better, and we've got to continue to build on that run game. We we made great strides tonight, but we've got to continue to build on that. Again, Seals Grove wins this one, twenty-eight nothing over the Shikalimi Braves, and you talk about that rushing, one hundred and forty-eight yards rushing, and led by Ryan Almond, ninety-one yards and two touchdowns. Ryan Almond now has four rushing touchdowns on the season. Well, thanks for being a part of Sir's Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. Remember to check all the sports programming on Eagle 107 by going to eagle107.com. Next week, the Seals take on the Central Mountain Wildcats at home at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave Hess starting at 6. The Derek Kicks conversation at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. That wraps up Seals post game. 
show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, the final score tonight's game here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. The Seals Grove Seals improved the two and three with a 28 nothing win over the Shikalemi Braves. Remember, you can get all the updates of final scores on games going on around the Valley by going to Eagle107.com or Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Just click on the high school scoreboard banner for games across central Pennsylvania. For Zach Showers, our stack guy, our producer, Anthony Fuza, and Dave S., this is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us tonight for Seals Football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Thanks for listening to Sealands Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals Football is a production of Eagle 107.